episode number 55 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you've been on a four-day bender and you're, you're back in the Granite City, the TRS headquarters of Aberdeen. I'm so back. I'm back and I'm, I'm ready to go. We've got a great show this week. We've got, we're going to chat new goals. Finally, we've talked about that for a bit. We've also got uh, Scottish Athletics Chairman Ian Beattie on. But before we before we start, I just want to put an apology out there to the listeners for what was a pretty shocking audio quality last week. Um, basically, it was a technical error. On and I've got to hold my hands up. I think the mic, our famous blue ball, our snow blue snowball mics, it unplugged. And what it, the result was, Rico and Kyle in high quality, and me in well, somebody wrote on Facebook, it sounded like I was in the Albert Hall. Someone else wrote it was like I was underwater. <laughs> either either way, it's not good enough. So we, uh, I apologise for that, and we will endeavour to bring better quality moving forward. So, so there you go. That's um, one to put, put behind us. Eh? It what, is, I, what I'm going to say, Tom, is did I not say <clears throat> right before the recording, make sure that your snowballs picking up the sound, and you were like, "Aye, it's fine, it's sorted, no problem." It was, it was picking it up. So that's what I mean. Is I think it unplugged it because there's a red light on it. Yeah. Right, okay. And the red light was on, but I think that the connection was a wee bit loose, and as a result, the laptop defaulted to the uh, to the laptop input, which is on one side of the laptop, which is the side Rico was sat on. Oh man! But anyway, do you know what? It would have been to, to so be honest, much. It would have been much worse if Rico wasn't recorded. Exactly. Remember that, and, and that has happened. Remember it that has, time yeah, we yeah. did an hour and a half, and oh, brutal. We, we we're about to stick it on SoundCloud, and then we're like, oh my god, it's not there. <laughs> So <laughs> it, it's like three hours and like Monday night at eleven p.m. Oh, that was that was horrendous. You know what, look, mate. This is another example of why we are doing our best between podcasting and running and our own day jobs and hanging out with our wives. We are doing our best <laughs> to find the sponsors because we. The reason that I couldn't spot that happening is because we have got crappy software if we had proper <laughs> podcasting software and we, we need to pay for a license for that and and to be honest we're giving up our time moment we're not going to start investing in expensive software but if we no. when we get a sponsor we will use better software which will allow us to record in a better quality so that's yeah. a, that's a, hopefully this it doesn't happen again so you have my apologies listeners anyway well, after that public apology kyle how are you I, i'm i'm good what my Bit of a manic couple of weeks, eh? Yeah. But yeah, getting back on the straight and narrow, Tom. Um, I can't really say. What have I been? I haven't had any races for a while. The last one was Balmoral 15 miler. Um, I've got a plan now. I think I did speak about my plan in the yeah. sessions. I spoke to my coach Lewis, and it's uh, it's all it's all ready to go. It's a it's a fairly rigid program, full of all things running, all things uh, yoga, all things. Yeah. Uh, well, not really yoga. Just a little bit of yoga, stretching, all the things that an actual full-time runner should do. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try and squeeze all that in and uh, fit in with the day job, fit in with the the podcast, and fit in with the the family and friends and the social life. And uh, mm. so yeah, so it's, it's going it's it's going okay. Last week I I, I hit about eighty eighty three eighty four miles. Okay. Um, but I mean, I wasn't really huge, and I, I think I did m- mention, you know, I had to get the volume back up again. Now that, now that I think the hundred k is starting to kind of ooze out of my legs now from um, the the end of March, so I'm just trying to get the volume back up. So this week, 
Uh, well, last week I, I did a couple of longer kind of tempos, uh, threshold-type sessions, uh, and then in the, on the Sunday I went out for a fairly hilly 20-miler in Benahee. Um, so, yeah, I clocked up a, a good bit of elevation for the, for the week. And, uh, this miles, week, nice. Yeah, this week will be roughly much and such the same. The only difference being the, is the first thing, I just came back from a, a 10-miler, it's it's pretty warm day. I actually felt like shite, but you get you know I'm not going to cry about it. You get those days, don't you, Tom, in, in training? You do. Yeah, and then on the Saturday, so I'm gonna I'm working. I'm doing a, a fairly long shift tomorrow. It's going to be a 12, 14 hour shift. Because uh, I've got the the first uh, competition is is about to happen at the Aberdeen Corporate Games that, that I'm organising. Oh, so it's the the touch rugby. Um, so it's going to be about a hundred and 60, 170 te- uh, not teams, God I hope not <laughs> uh, people, <laughs> so it's about 80, 17, 18 teams and um, you can have up to about 7 uh, well, up to 10 coming along and getting involved so uh, so that's going to be a manic day and uh, and then I'll then take, do my Friday, I'm going to do a 50k on the Friday and probably similar 50k on the Sunday as well but no, no intensity, just um, just time on feet and, and a bit of a bit of profile and the elevation profile in there as well, Tom. So it's uh, it's, it's a busy week this week, that's for sure. It sounds it, and you know I'm looking at your uh, your training from last week. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Solid run, 20 miles run. Benahi is there, and I think you're going to have to eat a wee bit of humble pie because what did you use on your run? A heart rate monitor. No. What did you use on your run? What else on your 20 miler? My 20 miler, what did I use? I can't remember. Oh, yes, I oh, forgot. I, of course, I completely forgot. I used poles. You did? I got a st- I used my poles for the first time. God, that, that, was, a, that was a bit exciting for somebody who's who's announcing that he's using poles. I tell yeah. you what, Benny He was absolutely mobbed on Sunday. The amount of people was looking it? at me. Like, I'm running up the hill, right? And I'm using poles to run up the hill. I mean, how stupid does that look? Did, did anyone see you and go, Oi, pole wanker! Well, I did, probably. I mean, I had my headphones in for that reason. Um, but I, I did notice a couple of people who I met who, who are kind of who I knew. So, so I kept my head down, and tried to avoid any any awkward awkward looks, you know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, first time I, I've, I've used poles, and it's a really weird feeling. Also, I love it. I look at the photo on your Strava. I love it. You've got S Lab poles. I I just in my head, I thought you were gonna get like. Old school walking poles, but I, I didn't realise you get. I guess oh, these are fancy carbon fibre Salomon they're, poles, eh? They're, they're built for trail running, yeah, yeah. They're fancy poles, Tom. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna just you know put a walking stick in my my wee my wee race vest for the UTMB. I'm I'm. This is serious shit, Tom. Uh, but anyway, I I didn't really. What I what I wanted to do was to get the poles and not really know. Like, check, I didn't really look at any YouTube videos about, you know, how you run with poles. I just thought, oh, you know, it's like swimming, you know, you just, you know, you, you, you jump in the pool and you, or you, it's like riding a bike. You just, there wasn't any YouTube videos back then. You just jump on your bike and you try and cycle. Uh, mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be a little bit like that. But I was like, God, how do you run with poles? Um, so I, ran, I got to the top of one of the, the climbs and I was like, so I was putting my, my, it was like my right arm, with the pole forward and my left my left leg forward because I mm-hmm. thought that's how you do it. It would make sense because it's like kind of when you're running, you know, you you don't you don't run with your left arm and your left leg 
in the right arm with your right leg. So I assumed it would be a left arm, right leg. Um, but anyway, so I got to the top of the hill. I thought, this doesn't feel right. I'm, no. I'm, you know, I'm going, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm, I'm poking all these walkers who are coming down the hill and, you know, I'm I'm hitting rocks and oh God, it was it was a bit it was a disaster the first climb. So I went I got to the top, got YouTube on and um and I, I realised it's left arm, left leg, right arm, right leg. <laughs> I can't believe you had to stop during a run to watch a video on how to use poles whilst out <laughs> running with poles. Yeah. That is superb. Oh God. But there's two ways you can do it. So you can go right arm, right leg, left arm, left leg, that's one way. And then, or you can you can put two poles in front of you uh, at the same time, and you you just force ah, your your weight uh, on there. But the, the the secret is, I think, is to keep your body upright. So you don't want to be bending into it. You want to keep your body as upright as you can. Um, so so yeah, so it was. It, I got. I think I got there in the end. But I mean, I think I'll need a lot more practice than than one long run, Tom. But uh, but yeah, it's it's looking. It's uh, it's a start for the UTMB. That's for sure. And although pe- people, uh, I think I got a, a, a wee, a, a, not a negative, but somebody was like, ah, you poor wanker on, on Strava. But uh, what, what I will say is um, all the top guys use poles in these uh, big races like the UTMB. So, uh, yeah, I right. think almost. I said go. to you after Davos, get poles. And you said you were too cool for poles. Who's laughing yeah, now? You're not too cool for poles. You're I, a loser like the rest of us. You have to I'm, use poles. Exactly. I've got Nike Vaporfly 4% <laughs> and I've got poles. What's happening to me, Tom? Oh, oh dear. Man. You're just, going, you're, you're, jump, I'm, you're, I'm, you're being I'm sensible. Falling, I'm falling into the commercial trap. That's what's happening. Oh, not at all. If, it's, if poles are good enough for the people winning these races, I think you need to be, if you want to try and compete with them, you need to use the poles. I think it's a good call. It was really weird, but it did actually feel easier going up the hills. But I mean, the, the, I think the the, the difference was um, I found that I wasn't that tired. So when you're tired, it feels like you should use them. But I wasn't tired, so it felt like it was actually a waste of time using the poles. At, at, you know, when I went out for that run. But mm-hmm. at late, I mean, the last kind of hour, I started getting a bit tired and things. You know, because I did do a hard session the day before. So, uh, but yeah, all in all, it was a, a good. It was actually really fun as well. I actually, it was something new. To, to I had to learn a skill within running, and you, when you've been running for so long, it gets it can get a bit tedious and laborious. So it was actually really nice to to get out and and do a little pole dance in the hills, you know. <laughs> pole dance, I like that. Yeah. So so that so that's my week, Tom. What about you? So you you were you, you were doing a, a wee beer mile recce, weren't you? Well, I was, so my week was, let me go back to my week actually, because I've, I've kind of, it's all just been washed out. I actually had, the start of the week, from a running perspective, let's, 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 let's stick on. The start of the week was pretty good, I had a pretty regular start of the week, I got a session on Wednesday, a couple of easy runs Monday, Tuesday, shaking Baker Hughes out of my legs, I did a session on Wednesday, which was a 30 minute continuous hilly tempo, which I did round Kings Hill, which is a, a sort of a loop at up a forest near where we are and I did I was like right I'm going to do a 30 minute tempo around there and I thought I can pray I'm sure I can get three laps out of it anyway I did the first lap and I was like through the first lap in 10 15 I thought shit this is not going to be three <laughs> laps the second That's lap right. you got a cheeky little CR I see I did actually yeah oh. lot, well on one random uh where did I get the CR I think oh no, like... that was that was the week before. This, I didn't get any CRs on Kings Hill. I think the CR is is held by Robbie. 
Simpsons. This, no, I think it says achievement CR on King's Hill Triple Crown a week ago. Oh, that's right. The, no, you are right. So the, I've got the crown for three laps on the on the bounce. So did you uh, did you create that yourself? No, so I didn't. It was all, it was already there. So double uh, was already there and triple was already there. Uh, and I was anyway. I was ten fifteen, ten twenty one. I thought I'm not going to make thirty minutes in three, the three laps. Ten twenty six. But anyway, I cu- I cracked along, so I wanted to run three laps. So I was like, and I pushed it to thirty two minutes or something. So, um, alright. So that was a good session. So I, as I've mentioned before, I'm going to keep me do a bit of hill racing through the summer. So I, I'm I'm so getting a bit that, of hilly so stuff. Was that practicing? Was that practice for your uh, your wee your wee hill race? Well, uh, it's, it's training. Practice is training. That's true, yeah, I like it, I like so, it. Well, that's it. I also, well, I got yeah. some new trail shoes, so I was cracking them out, which was a bit of a, um, which was a bit of a treat. Oh, maybe, maybe what, kind, what kind of shoes did you get? So, uh, being a Pegasus man, I went for uh, some, I went and tried a few pairs of shoes and run for it in, actually, and shout out to Jason Kelly and Hamish Battle, who gave me some very good advice, and then I, tr- yeah, I was really torn between the Hoka Torrent and the Nike Terra Kiger, and I went with the Nike shoe. Oh, I bet you did. Because it's absolutely, honestly, listeners should look up. It's a great shoe. I'll say I bought it because it felt comfortable and I, I like the feel of it. But it looks, it's uh, it's got a pretty retro '80s look to it, which actually, when I saw it in the flesh, almost put me off. Uh, in the end, I was uh, there. You go, Carl. You can see it. In the end, I decided. Oh, um, look at that! Eh? Look at that! It's a wee, a wee pink number there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so good to get that session in because then I had an easy run Thursday and then Friday through till uh, Monday I was in Krakow for a stag do. So that was, there was a few of the running boys were out there. So uh, um, I was able to get some runs in, which was good. And uh, yeah, and sweat out some of the, the, the stag do sessions. So <laughs> the less we say about that, the better. But anyway, I've come back and uh, the start of the week here has been a wee bit of a, a tiring one. <laughs> Are we, to be uh, honest, a top heavy. It's going to be a top heavy session then. Uh, it's, it is going to be a top heavy. The whole this week's going to be top heavy. But anyway, I've uh, had a good session tonight. No, last night. No, I didn't do a session last night. Tonight, I'm, last I'm night. Place. Jeez, come on, you. You had a go. How can you? I forget? ran tonight. I ran tonight. So anyway, I'm doing the press and die hill race tomorrow night. Well, you so, hope you better not have done a session today. So I didn't do a session. In tip top, tip top shape. shape for tomorrow. But I'm quite intro- I'm quite up for it because I haven't I haven't raced on a hill I haven't done a hill race in like I don't know I think it might be three years so it's going to be a bit of a an intriguing one. When I first moved to Aberdeen I did quite a few of the wee local ones like the Crunts and stuff and uh-huh. uh, Scotty and all these things. So now I'm I'm quite looking forward to dipping the toe back in the water, see how it goes. And I've got no idea how it's going to go. It's quite a runnable uh, course, I think, Preston Dye. I mean, I've, so I've, I've been told. I obviously, don't live that far away from Preston Dye. Uh, about 15 minutes away, um, and it's uh, it's uh, I think it's whoever a steep start anyway though. But ah yeah, you'll be absolutely fine. I think. Uh, I'll, I'll, so what do you think? What do you think your strength is in in the hills? Do you think it's your, you know, when when you the flat section before you get to the start of the hill, or do you think the the uphills or the downhills or? So I remember the technical terrain. Or you, no. Or you, so yeah. I think I, I think I'm gonna be I think I'll be all right going up, but I think I'll be I'll be losing ground coming down because uh, any time I always find it cross country I'm I find ground going uphill, and it's coming down technical bits where I'm I'm I need to learn how to turn my legs faster I need to learn how to descend. Okay. And remember, so, so you so maybe we can go out sometime and do a you can remember we've talked about this before you're gonna show we're gonna learn how I'm gonna learn how to run downhill because. 
I've also got Ben Rennes member. That's one that I, that's uh, shaping up as a sort of main summer race. So of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to learn ben how to Rennes descend. Ben Rennes is a tracking race. You'll love that. I'm and that is actually to. quite. It's, it is actually quite a runnable course too. There's a couple of them. Um, there's a really steep bit uh, running down in the heather, but it only lasts for like three, four minutes. Not even that. Um, and it's you know you're talking uh, two hours and change, as you like to say. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully for you. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, yeah, I mean you've got to you've got to save a bit of uh, energy on the way back because it's basically an out and back. Um, so yeah, you'll but you'll be absolutely fine. We'll, I'm we up need for to it. get you out for long runs. You'll have to. Well, this weekend actually, you can come out for a wee, a wee, a wee jog around there. A wee fifty k. Well, fifty k. Well, last time you ran with me, you, you said that you'd run what eight minute miles or something, and then you started <laughs> pelting six twenties. So where 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 are you running this weekend? Yeah. I don't really know yet. You know, I'm open to suggestions, so mm. if anyone has any suggestions, or Tom, if you've got any, I need to get some hills in, mind you. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no point doing a 50, there's no point me going to UTMB, 10,000 metres of climb, and not Train do on, any climbing, right. you know, sessions, uh, easy sort of sessions. So, I probably, I think I might do like um, Pit Ficky and, and Benny oh, yeah. on, the, nice. on the Friday maybe, and then on the Saturday, yeah, I'm open to suggestions. Maybe mm. something a little bit flatter. So, uh, but yeah, have, have a think, and we'll um, maybe hook up on the Saturday. Interesting. I tell you what, the other reason I'm quite keen, I'm looking forward to racing tomorrow is it's absolutely scorching at the moment. So the thought of a hill race on a sunny May night is just a dream. So I'm I'm really I'm really up for it. It's something to get look forward to as well at work. You know, yeah. Aye. It's, it's nothing better than a wee evening race. I mean, that evening race I did at Scotty, that was a bar. That was a barrel of laughs. That you know, the Hamish sandwich. The, the Hamish sandwich, as it'll be called in my eyes from now on. Um, but ah, yeah, it's, it's it's all good fun these evening events, and that you know you, you can't take them too seriously either. You know, so no. Uh, oh well, well Tom, good luck for that. Well, I think that probably. Um, do you want to talk about goals then? Yeah, let's let's do that because we've, it kind we've... of segues. Fairly, <laughs> it does. Uh, Fairly smoothly into into running goals. So you, so you're talking about you've got press and die. So that's uh let's let's break it down. So you've got an A race, you've got A races, B races, and C races. Yes. So let's start with you. What's so, your A race going to be for the next kind of few months? So if we, I, I thought about breaking the next the rest of the year into six months, but I've decided to kind of do it in two. So I've got two goals for the rest of the year goal one the longer term goal is to run a sub 230 marathon now right. I need to work out which marathon I'm going to do that at but it's going to be an auto marathon and that's where it is going to happen positive mental spirit and all that it's going to happen in autumn but okay. before but so I'm but and of course I'll have a half in there and, and a 10k I'd like to get my 10k down to sub 33 and a few things I'd like to do before that in the meantime though so but I'm not really I'm not, if I do a marathon end of October say I don't know 12 week block that takes me back till sort of July. So up until I've got between mid-May now and then, and mid-July, end of July, till I really get stuck into some marathon training. So the goal now is to run, is to build up some leg strength and run in the hills. And to be quite honest, I'd like to be, I'd like to get to the point where I, I can be locally competitive. Mm-hmm. So I guess Ben Rennes is the main race, is the main goal race now. In the build-up to that, I would like to run... And actually, let me put my money where my mouth is. Ben Rennes, yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to podium. Yes, I like it. 
It's probably right, a big. It's probably a big ask because all, all it takes are three top hill runners to rock up, and I'm binned. But do you know what? You, let's see what happens. I'll put that out there as a goal. And also, I'd like to. I'd like to have a strong. A strong run would be the. Would be the. Would be the. The fallback run, I guess. In the build up to that, so I'm going to run Scotty. I'm going to run. I'm also going to run the Inverness Campus 5K in July again. So Where's shout out. Scotty run. When's is there another Scotty race? Sorry, um, Cruns. I mean, bigger pond, Cruns. Mm-hmm. A couple there are just wee local races up here. But the off hills, I wouldn't mind doing the. Well, I'm going to do the Inverness Campus 5K. So shout out to Ross Cairns and his team who put that on last year. That was a, a good race. So I'm going to run that, and I'm also going to run. Um, I'm also going to run it. There's a hill race I've got in mind. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, so I guess that's what I'm getting to. So A race from now till summer, well, end of summer, I guess. Ben Rennes. B race, probably the Inverness Campus 5K or a 10K. I'm thinking about doing the Chapelton of Elsick 10K, actually, which the organiser, Campbell Hayden, has kindly offered me a place for, and I'm overdue and responsible whether I'm going to do it. So, um... If listeners can do it, they should do it because that is. I've heard that's a great race. Yeah, I, I think it is, and uh, it, it's July, isn't it? It's it like is. for July or something. It is indeed. Yeah, and Cameron Strachan, our our man, he he won it last year and raves about it. So definitely worth looking at. Um, so you that's really. I'll be allowed to do it. I think you might be otherwise engaged at that stage, mate. You might yeah. be just changing the nappy <laughs> for the first time. Who knows? So. so that's what? really what, and also in the in the midst of all that in June, the reason I'm not really going too race heavy is we're moving house as well at the end of June, so that's on our radar. So I'm kind of, I'm just wanting to get a block of training in, get moved, and then I'll get stuck into some race, some more regular racing in July. It's all changing the Brian Gregg household. I know. Tom, Tommy and Fiona are moving house, and a wee family, a big, a wee family home, no doubt. And uh, <laughs> Kyle and Debbie are having a wee kid. Jesus, blame me. Oh man. So, what about you? Give me your what you I, what are you looking quite, for? I'm still questioning you. Um, so rewinding back, you talked about an autumn marathon. Now, yeah. what what autumn marathon? Because I know you were giving it you were giving it big licks that you were going to do uh, the Loch Ness marathon, and now you're so is l- that still in the cards? So or? let me let me talk you through my dilemma. So I've got a few options. Option one, Loch Ness marathon. Option yes. two. The Amsterdam Marathon, option three, Valencia. That's the way I see it. Now the benefits of these races are Loch Ness. Benefit being local race, low, relatively low cost, and I quite fancy the idea of racing a marathon in Scotland. Great benefits there. The main yeah. drawback is, the main drawback to that is Fiona is probably going to do Berlin, which is like, I think it's two weeks before, or some anyway. There's a there's a couple of reasons that training wise for that is a few weekends in the build up don't work out so well and also we've got we may be tied up that weekend with a uh, with family commitment so that's why Loch Ness is a wee bit off maybe okay. option two Amsterdam now the club are, we're organising a club trip to Amsterdam and I kind of think I'm well, I'm going to step down as step down as men's captain in October so this will be my last year as captain so I'm thinking it would be quite cool to go out and do a club weekend as my target race, put my money where my, my mouth is and and really go for it. If I don't, I'll probably do the 8K or the half. So that's why the, the Amsterdam one works well. And then the third option, Valencia, I love the idea of that because I think a TRS trip would be ace mm-hmm. with getting Rob Turner involved and all these boys who've shown a bit of an interest. But the problem with the Valencia marathon is it lines up with the East District cross-country champs. And to be honest, I think we've got a team 
I know we said this last year, and we probably got rinsed by it by many clubs offline. But I want to take a, I want to go with a competitive Metro team and try and medal there. I mean, you look at the form we've got guys in at the minute; it can be done. It can be, but sometimes it, you've got to be selfish, Tom. Yeah, you've, you, got to, you've got to kind of. I know this is completely reversed of what we usually speak about, but I want, I want to see a Valencia. I want to see a wee Tommy Kylie. Okay, babe, uh, showdown. So I'm not convinced you're going to do Valencia. That's the other reason, because you're going to have a baby, and I'm not convinced that you're going to disappear off the radar for a short period, <laughs> if I'm totally right? honest. <laughs> I'm, well, actually, I, I, yeah, you're, you're right, but I think Debbie's going to do Valencia. So does that mean you won't do it? I who's going to look after Kyle Jr.? I don't know. Either me or Debbie or someone else. I don't know. But yeah. not if you're both. Not if you're both doing the marathon. Fiona's doing Berlin. She she won't want to do Valencia. Fiona. <laughs> oh, she's off. She's gone. She's, she's away for a run. <laughs> well, ask Fiona if she wants to look after uh, baby G. The other, do you know what the other? And also the other complication is, and this is any running couples will be able to relate to this. So Fiona's got a marathon. End of August. Well, post she'll probably do it. End of September, Berlin. Same bloody day as the Great Scottish Run. Now I really wanted to run this Great Scottish Run as the Scottish Halves champs, ah. but I'm going to probably have to skip that to go to Berlin, which is a bit of a pain. And I'm annoyed because if I if I thought about she entered, it, I don't know why I didn't enter. If I'd entered Berlin, I could have gotten in because I've got a two, sub two forty five to my name, but I didn't, so I can't. Hence, oh, I'm man. looking for a backup. So it's all a bit of a. I'm not really. I need to. I need to pick a day. I need to pick a race um, and just get on with it. But it's, there's a lot. There's too many. There's too many uh, pros and cons many, for these ifs, these different races. Pros and cons, ifs and buts, and what we should do know. is we should put out a poll to the TRS listeners. Should I do Frank? Uh, Jesus, Frankfurt. There's a fourth. There's a fourth. There's a fourth option. <laughs> That's join, a TV course. Go so for you know, Ke- you know the jo- course. So. Join Kenny Wilson there. So yeah, should I do Bert Loch Ness, Amsterdam, or? Valencia, and those options are v- v- Loch Ness is, I think Loch Ness might be a no anyway because of commitments, but basically Amsterdam ma- makes me a club man, which I think is important. Tier, uh, Valencia makes me a TRS man. I, th- here's my here's my opinion for you, or my my option. Amsterdam Marathon, what, what date's that? I think it's 20th of October, something like that. Oh, October, oh really, that's quite late. Yeah. I thought it would be, oh. Okay, the Loch Ness Marathon, you want to do a Scottish Marathon, that's the end of September, or mid, yeah. mid-September. I think it's early October now. What? Nah, it's in September, Loch Ness. You sure? Definitely. Yeah. 6th uh, of October, 2019. Alright, okay. Uh, is it not any other like, earlier marathons in September you can do? Oof. When's Chester? Do you know what? This this comes back to our point before. There needs to be another Scottish marathon. There needs to be a Glasgow marathon in September or something. That would be superb. And then every, everyone will be like, oh, it's Loch Ness. It's uh, interfering with Loch Ness marathon, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know what we but, should do is, I, I had this epiphany on my run the other day. I haven't actually spoken to you about it. And I think what would be, TRS, we should look at, I say we should all the TRS time in this podcast. Marathon. Yeah, TRS should organise an Aberdeen marathon. That's a lot Make of it work. happen. It is a lot of work. Just any, I, I just think we're 
we're short on we've got so many we've got races we've got 10k's coming out of our ears in this country mm-hmm. we've got 5k's coming out of our ears and we, we've got now that Sterling's dropped we'll talk about that in news we've got EMF and Loch Ness yeah that's a lot of, a lot of things well I'm going to say Tom if there was an earlier marathon I would get you doing maybe Amsterdam half and then Valencia marathon ooh nice that's my that's my thoughts, and uh, you you park the Scottish marathon until uh, Glasgow or, or Aberdeen marathon ever happens. There you go. Yeah, interesting. But the TRS Aberdeen marathon, how's that sound? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, so, let, it, small step, baby steps, quite literally. Um, yeah. You know, beer mile, beer mile this Friday, and then uh, and then Aberdeen marathon in a, a few yeah. years' time. How's so that, what, sound? that sounds excellent. I mean, what I'd also like to do, there's things, so much I want to do this year. I also want to run, so I'd like to run a strong half again. I'd like to, get, my 10K needs a revision, so mm-hmm. I'd like to run the Sterling 10K. So there's a few different things I want to do, and it's just about, I need to, I've tried to put them on a calendar and line them all up, and it's just a case of getting them lined up properly. Yeah. So you see where we're at. Um, I'll see where I'm at. Uh, I need to, I'll book, I'll get it booked up shortly, so. Anyway, where what what about you, Kyle? Because that that is the that if there's any races that we both have in common, then this showdown that could that could be interesting. The the, the I mean, sure, the you've only got one goal for now. Press and die. That's what my goal is. Beat Tom at press and die tomorrow. Aye, you'll be a no show tomorrow. You've already <laughs> shown. Sure. You've already I shown. If, just for the record, if you no show, I win. Yes, actually, and then I've got to wear a tutu. Aye. <laughs> uh, right, what's my goal again? Ah, I think I've harked on about it enough. UTMB. So end of end of August, which is not really that long, to be it's honest. Not that long. I mean, that's like, I mean, it's a fine day today. It's a summer's day today. I it's mean, twelve weeks. The start of summer. It's only like twelve a, weeks away. It's, I Maybe thirteen. A little bit more than that, hopefully. Um, well, three months: June, July, August. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Adding up <laughs> makes sense. Um, when's so, your when? So when is when is the what date is the UTMB? It's the thirtieth of August. And when is your when is Cal Junior due? Eighteenth of July. So you you're gonna get you've got good training till mid July, and then from there it's gonna be ropey. Ah nah, I'll be fine. You're gonna be your your sleep quality is gonna drop, and we know how important sleep is. Yeah, I know, but the race starts at six p.m. at night on a Friday night, so it's in the it's a hundred miles. I mean, everyone, I'm sure people who've listened have heard this before. It's a hundred miles, and there's ten. I think it's like hundred and three miles, and it's ten thousand meters of elevation. Wow! So that's gonna be that's gonna take a bit of time. It's not a you know it's not a flat hundred miler. It's, Ten thousand three hundred meters of ascent, uh, one hundred seventy-one kilometers. So it's going to take a good twenty-three, twenty-four hours, I would imagine. And I think the winner usually gets wins it in about twenty-one, twenty-two hours, maybe. So what's your goal for that race? Do you have a, place, a placing goal or a time goal or both? I don't think a, a ti- I don't think a time goal is appropriate because like every every year the conditions can vary quite significantly. Um, I mean, it can be a really warm day. It can be really warm in some in some sections of the race and or, or times, and then it can be pissing the rain and windy. There can be, even be snow. So to go with a time goal is probably not appropriate. 
Um, I think for for this one, I, I really, I think rankings, you know, my placings the, the more important one. I feel anyway. Okay. Um, so so I'm going to say, I mean, I, it's difficult to pick out how well I'll do because I mean, you know, some of the guys like Damien Hall, for example, we've had him on the show, uh, and he, his first his first um, stab at the UTMB, he was. I can't remember what he was off the top of my head, but he was in the the twenties or the thirties in terms of placing. Uh, maybe even more than that, maybe not, but um but every year he he, he ran it. He he kept getting faster and faster. Um, mm-hmm. and, well, I mean he certainly got faster and faster, but also his placing came up too. Um so so yeah, I, I think I want to do really well. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I want to get if I'm going to be honest, I think a top for the first one, a top 20 would be a realistic expectation, I think. Nice. Okay. Um, first just... Brit. Is that real? Is that something you've got? Is Darren Hall running? No, he's not. I don't, as far as I know, I don't think he's running this year. Um, so could, is that a realistic, is that a, a realistic goal? Uh, yeah, I, th- I did look at the, the elite field um, and you can see the, the, the GB guys who are racing. Um, there's a few quick runners. I think Tom Owens is doing it, uh, so he's he's okay. been injured, but he's coming back pretty quickly. So he'll be he'll be one to watch, and he's he's actually one of the top ranked in the field based on the the ITRA points he get. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he fares on on a a, a kind of course like that. I don't I think that'll be one of his longest events as well. Um, we have who else do we have? There's a guy called Harry Jones who lives in Thailand. He's a GB guy. He's uh, always doing quite well in these Ultra Tour World, uh, Ultra Trail World Tour events. Uh, I don't think Tom Evans is running. Uh, you know, off with Jim Mann did well last year. He might be running. He came fifteenth last year. So, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really researched who's who's all doing it, but that's a few names that I can I can certainly pick out. But I think the the thing about this race is it can be so erratic. Some years, every all the top guys finish, and last year, a lot of the top. And if you listen to Damien, the interview with Damien Hall, we had uh, many episodes ago, Tom. He yeah, a long cert- time ago. Yeah, I mean, he, he certainly, you know, he, he was kind of telling telling us about how every all the top guys, a lot of the top guys dropped out, and they just went off too hard and. Or weren't weren't to the conditions and um, you know and it, it ended up being a, a kind of survival race you know a, a carnage so to speak uh, in the last you know the latter half of the race so it's going to be really important for me to you know and this is where I, I know I've I've only got the one this is really the only one one goal but the goals I've got in the meantime is to really in terms of training goals is to really focus on getting my legs really strong getting a real good aerobic foundation in terms of distance and uh, elevation profile as well. So, you know, looking at getting, you know, for, throughout the week, really getting more hill work, getting more trail work, and really just developing a solid base for uh, August. So, 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 yeah. I mean, so when I talked about my goals, being a bit more of a, my goal is a much more of a sort of conventional club runner road race so i've talked about marathon i've talked about getting a tune-up half three weeks four weeks before which i like to do or maybe four or five weeks before sorry a 10k probably two weeks before something like that tune up with you know races en route for an ultra will you be tuning up i know you talked about maybe davos again 
or will you just not Davos? Sorry, um, Mozart. Yeah, da- Mozart again. Sorry. So, will you do that to tune up, or are you just going to do a big block of training? I mean, how does it work for an ultra? Good question. I mean, being from the you know, the, I suppose the conventional background, I've I've, I've kind of done that in the past, and I, re- I do enjoy that. Um, but I, I do, you know, I, I just want, you know, I, I find my new kind of goals in terms of running them. It keeps me interested and involved in the sport because I think if I was just to do marathons and ten k's, and I think I would just get bored, you know. I mean, I've, so I, I really do enjoy the, you know, the kind of longer distances and I'm enjoying that it's playing to my strengths, the the distances as well. But I am thinking of doing the Mozart 100k, and um, so I've, I've managed to get um, an entry in there. It's some some accommodation as well for the the race which is fantastic that's great. when is um, that and that's the 15th of june okay i think it's the 15th yeah 15th of june um i haven't booked my flights yet and the, the the main reason for not booking my flights is um there's still an outside chance of potentially getting picked for the uh, yes. team for the world trail running champs yeah in portugal and that's the week before um but everyone seems to be injury free at the moment tom so if anyone knows the addresses of the the runners out there, then send them in anonymously. <laughs> I'm only joking. Please don't. How, do that. So, the, the, how how far is the world uh, world trail champs? Is that the 50k? Yeah, it's uh, a short course. So it's, I think it's not even 50k. It's like 44k. But uh, how far is Davos? Davos is 80. 70, 80, 80k. Is, uh, sorry, you, oh, it's not Davos. Mozart is 100k. Mozart, sorry, 100k. The Mozart one's in Salzburg. And do they only do 100k or do they do a longer option? They do a shorter option, actually. Shorter. Got that, but that's the longest one, the, the 100k. Um, because it would, if UTMB is your goal, I guess you would never be able to turn down a, a GB selection if it, if it came your way. But if UTMB is your goal, surely 100k is far more useful in prep than a 44k. I, I can't, yes, yeah, I agree and disagree. I think for the 100k, it's going to be a really good opportunity to to i think they've added a little bit more elevation so you, you climb up to mm. one of the tops um, okay. so there was a bit of debate whether or not poles would be useful and um, so i think because they've added the extra elevation the chances of you know the chances of me practicing with poles is probably quite good and the first sort of, certainly the first half of the mozart race is fairly runnable um, and then the second half is fairly mountainous um, so yeah, I think it'll certainly replicate the you know the conditions that I'll I'll, I'll be needing needing and uh, you know, pra- needing to train for um, for the UTMB. Mm-hmm. So uh, look at uh, you know I, I think I'm certainly looking forward to one of those two. Hopefully, I mean the other option is you know things things can can go you know how things are going to go with Debbie. You know she's you know two months to go really. Um, so, so yeah, I've, I've kind of ha- I'm having to play things by year as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the hundred k is probably a good option. The fifty k will be also a good option because it's fairly. I think that the elevation within that fifty k is fairly, fairly decent. Um, in terms of recovery, I'll probably recover quicker from the fifty k than I would the hundred k. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll just have to wait and see, Tom. So, Very good. It's all coming together though. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, I've got quite a good bit of motivation with the plan I've got in place. I know what I need to do, and it's just a case of doing it, which is probably the hardest thing, really, is <laughs> just getting out and doing it and fitting it in with uh, life, I suppose. 
But you know, a plan helps. And my, I guess my, I'm certainly no expert, but my advice to listeners would be, have if you listen to this and you've you've got the rest of your year kind of not mapped out, look at it. Have a pick a race, set some goals. Have pick a race and set some. Well, they say, well, they say we say this at quite often work in some various journeys. Smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So my goal specifically is a mar- is okay. I need to specify a bit more. But... <laughs> Let's say there. the marathon. Yes. Um, the ma- I'm going to do a sub two thirty marathon this year. So that's that. That is a that that is a that is a good goal. And the way and what, now once I've nailed that down and when it is, then I can then the plan to that uh, comes together. So um, listeners, set some goals and let us know what they are because we we love to, we actually I always enjoy when we we know what listeners uh, are doing, what races, so we can kind of keep an eye on it and it, it makes the results part of this show much more interesting because we can we can follow that i mean we do look out for scotch run, runners in 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 races obviously locally obviously but also overseas so let us know what you're up to that's always always good to good to hear that absolutely tom yeah it's a, a good good bit of advice you've given the listeners there congratulations Thanks. so well I, I think that that's quite a good wee recap of goals um or a, an introduction to what our goals are going to be for the next kind of couple of months so I think Tom, we should uh, we should crack on with uh, someone who knows quite a lot of quite a lot about goals and um, you know I, I suppose is is a, a real a real uh, powerhouse when it comes to Scottish athletics and uh, all the things that he's been doing and um, so we caught up with Ian Beatty, who's the chair of Scottish athletics, um, to talk about um, all things Scottish athletics really. So here he is. Here's the interview. Okay, so we have Ian Beatty on the show, who is the chair of the chair of Scottish Athletics, um, and yeah, it's really great to have uh, Ian on the show. So we're going to talk quite a lot of different things about about you know about Ian and uh, his journey in athletics, his his background um, in in various journeys of athletics. Um, from from coaching to organising races to uh, his own running as well. So welcome, Ian. Ne- nice to have you on the show. Hi, hi, Cal. Nice to have, nice to be on. Thanks so much for having. So so Ian, just for the listeners, do you mind? And you know, my my back, you know, given uh, rather me doing the, the introduction, it'd be probably best coming from you. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. You don't mind? Hey, oh, I, I'm fifty three year old. Been running for probably now, oh, since since about the early nineteen nineties when I took it up seriously. Right. I'm okay, a chartered right. a chartered accountant. My day job, I'm chief operating officer of Lindsay Solicitors, which probably a name familiar to you through our sponsorship of the National Cross Country. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's that's my that's my day job involved with that. And uh, I'm married to Sandra. We've we've been married a few years. We've got between us, we've got four children, and uh, yeah, Sandra's an ultra runner as well, and that's how that's how I met her through that. So, so yeah, no, I, I mean, I probably consider myself into first and foremost a club runner. I've been a club runner since I, I got involved in the early nineties, and that's that's where that's where my my, my first love came yeah. from, and of getting involved in it. Okay, yeah, all right, brilliant, yeah. So you. I mean, looking at your, you know, your, um, 
just your background. So I, I've got some notes that I've I've written up about you. Um, so I obviously know you from the the ultra running scene. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So you're you're a member currently of is it Harmony Athletics Club? That, that yeah, right? that's right. No, yeah. I'm a member there a few years. Yeah, and uh, you're also the 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 race director of the West Highland Way Race, which uh, yeah is pretty awesome and um in terms of your own running you've you've run over 100 marathons and 100 half marathons as well yeah that's right. 100, 100 marathons and ultras and the uh, 100 half marathons yeah right. but, i mean I, I i don't i probably don't I'm, I'm i'm probably more proud of the good ones than i am of 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 the numbers it's yeah i think in some ways it's easy to bash them out when you get to my age you could do that but to run a really a really good marathon is, I think, probably the hardest thing. So, so yeah, quite well. I like it and I enjoy it. It's not something I set out saying I want to run a hundred marathons. I just it's just kind of happened over the years. Yeah. Okay. So, what sort of? Yeah. I mean, that's that's. I suppose you've been running since the nineties. So that's uh, <laughs> you've got a lot, a good bit of time to to, <laughs> to do all those types of runs. Um, and uh, in terms of your, your PBs as well. So you've you've. You know, you've hit you've hit the sub three hours for the the marathon and um, one seventeen for the half. Is that is that right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. So I, I take it I take it now. What what would you you know what would you consider your your discipline of of choice? Are you are you kind of still with the the shorter distance or you know you've now kind of ventured into the the ultra runs as well? I think I probably enjoy racing any distance at all i still get a great thrill from going along to race getting my number on yeah uh, getting involved in it seeing the people around about me trying to beat them and we i mean this year we've i think i've done six park runs this year and i've enjoyed them because you can do them you can do the 5k try and you get a good time through it's yeah. nice seeing your text come through and all that and then you could do another one you could do something the next day but I, I still like I still like challenging myself across the whole the whole range. I think I think uh, when I was when I was running with a real eye in times, I think my half marathon was probably my distance at that time. I was I was able to kind of bash out one twenties, one twenty ones, yeah, fairly regular. I think my average half marathon time is still about one twenty four, despite what I'm doing at the moment, which is near one forty. Right. Okay. And uh, yeah. so, so I've, I've done a lot of that area, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel I ever performed at the marathon. I think my two fifty six is maybe is not as good as my half or my ten mile or my ten K whatever. So that's yeah. probably a bit of a regret I've got. I thought it was interesting listening a couple of weeks ago to your podcast and and hearing Tom talk about how he came back from injury in two forty seven at Boston and that was yeah. just a kind of run for him. <laughs> I'd have given my given my back teeth for a two forty seven anything yeah. under two fifty would have been that was really where I always wanted to be, and it just never happened. So. Yeah, it's, it's funny the different perceptions you have when you listen to people. Uh, you're right enough. I mean, you, you you do you take sometimes you take times for for granted, and uh, you know un- until until you know you, you, there, there comes a time in life that they're they're maybe unreachable, and you know I'm sure that perhaps that's not the case for yourself, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I was just speaking to somebody just now who used to be a runner, and they they had a really bad you know, they had a really bad illness, and they just had an operation, and you know they had the operation about six to nine months ago, and he was actually a really good runner, you know, he was a 33, 34 minute 10k runner, and um, he he doesn't run anymore because um, because of the sheer 
just because of the operation and uh you know he, yeah. he said to me how's your running going and i was like ah running's going great and it's like well just take take the running for granted because he can't run anymore he's uh he's not able to uh, just because of the, the operation he had and the, the limitation he's got now and uh, yeah yeah so i yeah i think it being lucky to be able to just put your shoes on and run is fantastic and I'm, and and for for you i mean i i i'm i'm in awe so you're you're a chief you're you are you the chief operating officer of Lindsay solicitors um yeah and uh you're you're heavily involved in in the club so you're coaching you're the race director of the west west highland way um and you're doing ultras you're doing your own training how do you fit in a per, is, how do you fit in everything that's that baffles me <laughs> I, I think i think like a lot of folk who, who run you've probably seen it yourself that yeah you, you like to be busy you like to have things to do and, and keep going so it becomes a bit more just being organized and yeah. sure you've got the you've got the right structures and there's times it gets really busy there's times there's going to be a, a week before the west hill year a couple of weeks before where i think my goodness I, I need to get all this done and, and uh, I'll be in the office uh, churning out West Highland Way stuff trying yeah. to get that, that done but most of the time I, I, I probably feel worse when I'm not busy it's just that, that, that's when we, we, the day to day really really busy loads of meetings board meetings and so on yeah. great that, that, that just that keeps me going so yeah. yeah I think it's just managing all of that I, I, I it's been interesting doing the coaching because I've only been doing that for a year with the club okay so I set aside a Tuesday. We take a, I, I take a session at the Meadows on a Tuesday night, and it's not just our club folk are welcome to come along who, who want to, and and I've I've sort of said no Tuesday night. This is what I'm doing, and that's been, that's been good, and it's, okay. it's been a bit of a commitment. So yeah, you just have to fit it all in. But I've got a good secretary, which helps. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. After my diary, that, that's a that's a major. <laughs> well, I think yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I didn't even when I mentioned that. I didn't even mention you know you. You're also the chair of uh, of Scottish Athletics. So so yeah. I mean yeah. Tell us a little bit about about that and um, you know how what what the role what is the role of the chair at Scottish Athletics. I think one of the things when I took over as chair, I was really, I thought was really important was the, the chair role shouldn't be the person who's day to day running Scottish Athletics. There's a chief executive that does that. Yeah, okay. And, I, and, and I've been really lucky since my time there. Nigel Hall was the chief executive until like, 2014 or 15, mm-hmm. and Martin Rowe took over after that. And uh, two really good chief executives. I, I'm working really closely now with Mark. First class, he runs the organisation. That's his job. He yeah. does that day to day. What what I do and what I've been very keen to try and do is to make sure I give him the guidance and support. So I meet Martin once a week, and he comes into my office in Edinburgh, which helps. It means mm-hmm. I can manage my time better. Yeah, and we catch up on things. And sometimes, sometimes we've got a bit of a formal agenda. Sometimes we don't. Yeah, but and we'll pick up the phone and and I'll try and go to events at the weekend, but. I don't get involved in the day-to-day running. There's a really good team who do that. And I think maybe in the past, that's been one of the issues where the chairs have tried to get too involved, think they're the chief exec or the chief exec or the performance director. So one of the principles I've tried to have is we all know our roles and we all play to our strengths yeah. and do that. Okay. And I think I think that's worked well. So my, my role is probably to be, I've described it to some people as, it's a bit of the grandfather of the sport. It's just to, to oversee it, to try yeah. and keep it in the right track, and to be just to be proud of everything we're doing and all the people and 
And, and it's about the athletes fundamentally. We all know that. Yeah. But what we've seen happen with the likes of the officials and the way that the way the way they've just embraced all the, the change and the good performances has been brilliant. And if you go to a track and field meeting now or an indoor meeting, the, these are, these officials are so proud of the athletes we have and they look after them so well. We've had athletes come up from England and say they don't get that down south. They don't get that same yeah. kind of sense of being part of something really good. Yeah. So. So yeah, I, I I suppose what I try and do is set the principles and the culture, but 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 the ongoing running of the show, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take away from the chief exec. That's the absolute key role. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that sums it up really well. And so so in terms of you know you met you, you did mention you know the actual you know the the, the organisation Scottish Athletics. You know that one of the the key things is the athletes. And so in terms in terms of that, what are the kind of main aims that Scottish Athletics you know, have set themselves. You know, I, I know obviously you've got the the responsibility the responsibility for the the clubs and um, performance. But what what would you say the main kind of fundamental aims are for for Scottish athletics? I've always felt in in sport, Carol, there's been two things. I was before I took on the Scottish athletics role, I was yeah. I was vice chair of Sports Scotland. Yeah. And you look across the sports, and I think sometimes strategies can get too complicated. I think. We try and do two things. We try and get more people involved in the sport and we try and get those who are involved performing as well as they can. Mm-hmm. And I think if you if you just keep an eye on these two things, the rest becomes like, okay, it's, it's about how are you going to do that? How are you going to deliver that? And our, our absolute focus as an organisation has been developing through the clubs. And I think that's been really successful. We've, we've recognised that you know, as a governing body, we've got maybe... We've got fewer than 30 members of staff. Yeah. So there's a, there's a limit to what you can do. But if you can get every club in Scotland with really good people doing some great stuff with a bit of guidance, you suddenly get a sport that starts to perform. And I think I think that's exactly what's happened. It's been that focus, helping the clubs. But my goodness, there's, there's people in the clubs who have, have just done really exceptional things. They're putting in a stack of time and... And they're developing young athletes. They're bringing them through. They're passing them on at the right time, and so on. So, so I, th- I think I think the role of Scottish Athletics is to put the environment in place that allows it all to happen. It's not up to us to, to make it all happen. We've got yeah. loads of partners all over the place that we need to work really closely with. Okay. Yeah. No, that sums it up really well. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, for, you know, I've been in, involved in as a as a club runner since I was eight years old. God, that's it. Uh, 24, 25 years, and you know, initially started with Forest Harriers, and now uh, last couple of years we met with Aberdeen, and it's amazing to see that the transformation of the governing body. You know, I mean, it was Scottish Athletics Federation, and you know, and various various people, and the journey at which we've now we, we, we've now become. And the two things that set you know set 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 apart for me is um, you know, there's a huge amount of participation in the sport compared to perhaps before and, and secondly the the rise in, in performances as well you know certainly in the endurance scene as well so you know you mentioned you know very much club club related um do you say do you think there's anything else you know that's that's been the cause of increased participation and uh, i suppose two questions and also the you know the increase in performance uh, overall across the board in scotland yeah, I think I think there's been a, probably a number of things that have, that have come together. I think mm. I never underestimate the on, on the performance side the 
the impact of the Commonwealth Games. I think the Commonwealth Games showed to our aspiring athletes what could be achieved. They saw what they saw what world class. And some would argue Commonwealth Games aren't world class in all events, but in some they certainly are. And our athletes saw what world class looked like and yeah. wanted to be part of that. So I think we've had a fantastic legacy from Commonwealth Games, and I get a bit annoyed when I see reports say. Oh, there's been no legacy here. Certainly, yeah. Scottish yeah. athletics, we've seen a brilliant legacy from yeah. that. Yeah. But that legacy couldn't have happened had the clubs not been ready to catch the youngsters. And I think the clubs recognised they had about a month after the Commonwealth Games when all these youngsters wanted to get involved, needed to go somewhere. Okay. And if, if, we, if we hadn't been ready, then they would have gone somewhere else. They'd have gone to other sports. We were really lucky. Our clubs had started all the work and done all the development so that when the youngsters arrived they could bring them in they could give them a great experience they could make it really good like you said yeah. you know you've been involved since eight years old and they could and they could also sort of use this look at all these role models the lindsay sharps and so on yeah. from the Haley doyles who are winning medals so yeah. we've been lucky with that but it's not just been luck it was planned luck because we saw after the london olympics how we needed to be ready for the impact mm. of the commonwealth games and and the, cl- the clubs did that, which was yeah. brilliant. That's it, that's there's it. another there's another fact. I mean, you, you said there, and I thought it was really good. I was pleased you that you said we. And and I've always felt that Scottish athletics is we. It's not them and us. It's, it's We're all part of this. You're yeah. part of this. I'm part of this. Everybody in our club is part of this. And I think we've managed to get that across well, where it, things aren't going to happen without everybody playing their part and just want to make things better. So, so we're all part of this, and we should all take a great pride in it. Yeah. And that's been a, that's been to me a great source of satisfaction to see the way everybody's come together and uh, and does have that pride. Like we, you know, we all watch Laura Muir and think she's one of ours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We, we yeah. just we love that it's Jake great. Whiteman at the tours. It's just and I feel that pride as well. In fact, yeah. I feel that pride when I see folk out running. I think that's one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, and I just want us all to be part of that that, that same sport. Yeah, I think it's such a positive thing as well. You know, like you know just athletics in general you know the benefits it has on on everyone you know i mean when when you even if you're not the top end athlete you just going out and running the benefits it has on your mental health and your physical health and and the sheer joy when when you know someone reaches and i'm sure you're probably getting that as being a coach you know the sheer joy that you, you get when somebody achieves a, a personal best and uh you know or gets a, a top 10 or even a, a podium in, in some respects and uh, so, so in terms of the, you know, kind of similar question really, um, what do you think we as athletes and, and coaches, uh, you know, officials and or officials can do to ensure we continue to set those highest standards of performance and participation? I think to some extent it's just continuing what we're doing. I think yeah. it's recognising that we all want the same thing. And let's all recognise that. I think we've been so lucky that the sport We've got rid of the kind of cliques and factions and people falling out. And yeah, I, I think in Scotland that's been fantastic. The way you, you've seen it, the endurance scene, groups work together and and uh, are are proud of the performances every athlete makes. I mean, if you see somebody go out and beat you, you want to beat them the next week. But there's not a there, there's no there's, there's no dislike of them. You yeah, there's no animosity the or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a great respect. And if they went down south, you'd be wanting them, root for them to win. So I think we've got something really special here with that. And I think the officials have done that too. I think they've they've just 
stepped up massively to the way that you know United get along and they're supportive. They're there to enforce the rules, but they do it in a way that the athletes like. Yeah, absolutely. They smile and laugh. And, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I know from, I'm not a qualified official, but through my West Highland way race, the, yeah. the affinity we feel with the athletes is brilliant. We yeah. we are all there because we want the athletes to succeed. Yeah. That, that's what want to happen. And I think while we all recognise that and keep that going, I think the sport will stay in a good place. Uh, absolutely, Ian. Uh, it's interesting you say that because uh, I think uh, one of one of the first times I, I met you, um, it was uh, it was when I was running around doing forty two odd laps, and <laughs> everyone was smiling. You know, we're all smiling the first twenty laps, and then the the, the last twenty, I don't think anyone was smiling after that. Yes. But, um, the amount of officials and volunteers who were there was incredible, and um, you know, especially you know, an official for an ultra race is. It's, it's a bloody long time you've got to be standing in the cold, you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, you again, you you take it for granted, don't you? You know, if if it wasn't for volunteers and officials and you know, and coaches as well, you, you know, these these events wouldn't happen, uh, or these training events wouldn't happen. And um, I think there's a lot to be said in terms of you know getting getting involved, drumming up officials and volunteers. So. I mean, a lot of people are probably listening to this going, how do you become an official? Um, and how do I bring, you know, perhaps they've retired from the sport and they want to get involved in it. What's the best way of, of becoming an official? Well, it's, one of, it's probably one of our biggest priorities for Scottish athletics, particularly on the track and field side, yeah. uh, is getting involved. And uh, we're really keen to look for more people coming through as officials. Yeah. Contact Scottish Athletics. Colin Hutchison looks after the whole development side. They're always looking for people to come in. And I think trying to get away from this, oh, you've got to have this qualification or that qualification, trying to recognise, bring people in, give them a good experience of it and, and let them get involved. And hopefully they'll then take it to the next level. But it, it, I, I find it really interesting, Kyle, because you know, yeah. events like the Highland Fling, which I, I've just helped out at, and I see the same with my West Highland Way Race, We've got yeah. over 100 people have volunteered to give up a whole weekend and they don't get paid and they don't even get expenses. They yeah. just do that because they want to be part of something which is really good. Yeah. And it's like it's a great thing to be involved in. Yeah. And, uh, and and we're actually at the stage of we're, we're turning people away yeah. because it, it, it's incredible, actually. That's, that's amazing, yeah. But that's because people <clears throat> recognise this is such a good crowd in a scene. And, and yeah. I think there's a lot of things in that. I think people are respected feel valued, yeah. get something to do, all the things that benefit your mental health. Yeah. And and I would like to see more people maybe take that a bit more formal and look at what they can do from the, the track and field side as well and the cross country side and hopefully some of that energy people will say, you know, I, I could I could do that and maybe I could get to an Olympic Games like we've seen some of our officials here in Scotland yeah. do. So so yeah, I think it's very rewarding and, and I've never been a big fan of saying, oh you know, you have to pay your volunteers, you have to do this. People do it because they want to. Yeah. They, they do it because they get something out of it. And and uh, that's the reason I do it. That's the reason I love my, my kind of West Highland Way stuff and the whole ultra scene. It's, it's because it's a great crowd of people yeah, we enjoy being with. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, the first, uh, I mean, you, you obviously George Reed, who, who organises the D33. Now, I, I've known George. Um, for, first time I met him really was... Uh, I think it was at one of the races, and then he, he actually worked. He, he came along to Aberdeen Sports Village. He was working out there for a while, and and uh, and I was in Chamonix. It must have been about five. Was it five six years ago now? 
and uh, and and George was uh, he was in Shamnet at the same time, and and he says, "Oh, the UTMB's on the the, the week before." Uh, you know, so it, it's the UTMB is actually going to happen in the in the next few days, and I didn't really. I just found out about it, and he was like, "Oh, you should maybe get into ultra running." And I was like, "Nah, it's uh, hundred miles, you dafties. I'm not doing that." <laughs> and here I am, you know, this year going along doing doing the the UTMB, and the the first thing that really struck me there was about there was a a crowd of folk. We're just having a beer because I, I met him for a beer in Chamonix, and uh, and uh, it was just a. Uh, it really just introduced the culture and the positivity and just the people who are involved in in that yeah. discipline of running it. It's just fantastic, you know. It's uh, such a great crowd of people and um, and yeah, so. it's, it's great. And George George is a very good friend and and I, I Sandra and I have helped out George and Karen at probably most of their races we're going up to help out this weekend. Karen, I'm running, but Sandra's doing the, the catering for that. But I, I did laugh at the. I was listening to the podcast and the D thirty three thing and and the whole the, the fuss there was about the prizes there. Of course, and yeah, I, of course. I was doing the I was doing the results for that and the, the, there was a bit I heard Tom say, and even Ian Beatty's got involved. Chairman of Scottish <laughs> Athletics, but that's because that's because I was sitting doing the results and take the guy out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's well, that's it. I mean, you've got every, you've got your different hats on, and I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, it's, it's staggering. I mean, what I mean, obviously. What do you make of that? You know, it was for for me. I I it was rid- ridiculous, really. I mean, yeah, it's probably been played a bit to death. I think. I think so. I think yeah, that, yeah. I, I think that. I think if any, the one positive to come out of it was we've always. I think the ultra scenes always recognise the dangers in people entering other and other under other names yeah. because we realise the risk we're taking on these events if something goes wrong. Mm. These are significant events and. And I think if if it has helped raise the profile of why that's a bad thing, then it it won't it wouldn't have been wrong. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. the individual involved recognised he got it wrong. And yeah. social media is a horrible place when things like this happen. That's uh, it was pretty brutal what the way that all went through. So I, I think so. Yeah. None of us like to see that. So. Yeah. No, it was, and I think a, a similar one um, is is the you know I think there's been been a bit of chat about prize money as well and in. Yeah. In races and things, and we we had our own opinion about it, and I, I think Jen Jennifer was uh, the subject to a, a fair, you know, a lot of online trolls as well, you know, yeah. just commenting on like, oh, it's ridiculous how you think you can, you know, just uh, you think two hundred pounds for winning, but it's yeah, I mean, we've got, I suppose it's it's uh, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Um, you know, do, do you know the perhaps, one of the funny things about that? Sorry to interrupt, but one of the funny things was I've known Jen since she was pretty young, and her dad used to organise all the arm races. Of course, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was meeting my son yesterday in Glasgow, and Costa beside beside Queen Street Station. And I walked in, and who did I bump into? But Jen. All oh, right, okay. Baby. And yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was quite, it was quite funny. Um, she's, she's expressed an opinion, but it just shows how social media takes these things and just it's. it's it can be a brutal place. I think I've I've, I've had experience of that myself in the past. Yeah, uh... yeah. Well, and en- enough about that. That anyway. What I wanted to segue into was um, just the you know the organising of of the, the, being the race director of of the West Island Way. Now it's an iconic race, and um, my 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 interest. How do you organise? I mean, obviously you've got a, a huge batch of volunteers and helpers. How? 
how is it you organise such a big race like that? You know, what 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 are the key things? You know, as a race organiser, you've got to to think about. I think I'm quite lucky in the West End way in that it is very much a lots of things are delegated to different people, and I would see my role as being kind of overseeing all of that. Right. Okay. With with certain things I do, and uh, so we, I mean, if we if we start at the beginning of the process, all the entries come in. Mm-hmm. We, we vet every entry. We look at everybody's qualification. We actually check that they have done what we said they've done. But that's one individual who volunteers to do that. Right, okay. he, he, he goes through everyone. So once that's all done, the entries come in, he sits down with me and one, one other committee members and, and we then do the ballot for that. I mm-hmm. probably deal with the administration of the entries. I deal with all the financial side, but that's kind of up my street because because my background is an accountant. Yeah. But but we've got we've got Adrian Stott massively involved and Adrian looks after all of the merchandising stuff and the race garments what Ron Hill give us and we sell quite a bit of merchandise for people who want to take stuff away. So Adrian yeah. does all of that. I've got somebody, John Kinnison looks after the website. He does that. Okay. Sean Stones, our medical director. Sean is the expert in that area. I've got somebody who looks after the volunteering effort. So uh, John and Helen Monroe look after that. Okay. And we've got kind of pretty senior people who know the various checkpoints that they look after as well. So mm-hmm. so I, I do feel it's a bit of a kind of overseeing the whole thing. And my role is to make sure it all joins together. And okay. and, and it sort of splits the responsibilities a bit to, for that. So works pretty well. Yeah. It's, uh, to, to yeah, to put to put uh, all those roles in, on one hat would be uh, pfft, you need a fairly big hat. <laughs> you, you do, so. and I think maybe the fling John John Duncan is a very good pal as well. John doesn't have quite the same group who do everything. He does a lot more himself, but yeah. I mean it, it must take him months of effort to yeah, do that to... than then to do the Devil of the Islands. So I think the way we do it keeps it. We've all got our individual roles. I I, I think. We deliver a world-class race, and we get folk from from all over the world come and do it. Yeah. Some really good athletes. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's one 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 of the races on my bucket list. Um, yeah, maybe... I'd like to see you along. Yeah, it'd be great to see you. There. So uh, yeah, try and get my head around the hundred miler. Um, you know, I thought, well, actually, you know, UTMB first, then you know, hopefully the the the. The West Island Way will be a bit quicker than the UTMB, given the the elevation of of that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, mean, I think I think as a rule, probably people we've seen do them both are probably fifty percent longer time wise than the UTMB. Yeah, it'd be about that. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of the West Island Way, um, the, the, there's actually a podcast, isn't there? Yes, John yeah. Kinnison does a podcast. Yeah. So, so if weeks. if you do, anyone wants to listen to that. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I, I think. Obviously, in any of your podcast applications, just I think is it West Highland Way it's called, or do you know what the name? Yeah, of the... West Highland Way Race Podcast. I think it's called. I think if you look that up, you'll you'll find it. Yeah, so. and it's it's fairly regular as well. There's quite a lot of good interviews on it. So if anyone does fancy, uh, perhaps it's a, a bucket list race as well. Or you want to find out a little bit more about the event, then yeah, head on head on over to the podcast. Uh, yeah. So yeah, brilliant. So in ter- so other questions I was going to ask you. Uh, right, we have got quite a few actually. Um, so there's clearly a good athletics calendar of events that create a, a fairly good environment for for juniors to develop. And um, 
So in a kid where in a time where kids are playing so many sports and an issue we face is kids running during the week but playing football instead on, on the weekends. So with regards to athletics, what do you think the sport and Scottish athletics need to do uh, or need to be doing to keep them involved and develop talent? Now this is a this is a long winded question from a from someone I asked. So <laughs> that's <laughs> I had to read that fairly long. I could, I could have probably summed up shorter than that. So. Does that make sense, that question? Yeah, it does. And, and I think it's, I think there's probably two aspects to it. I think there's the aspect of we've not really encouraged great competition until they get to about 11 or 12, the, the youngsters. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing other sports now. And I heard somebody the other day whose who's three-year-old son was away to a football camp. Okay. And, and the risk is we miss out on athletes at that stage. So I think there's a balance. There's a balance between bringing them in but ultimately giving them a good experience and just keeping... Man, I'm a great believer in keep it as varied as possible. Keep it good fun. Don't specialise. And once they get to 13, 14, 14, 15, they can start saying, are they a good endurance runner? Are they a javelin thrower? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Because our sport's very wide. And I think then it's... Uh, it's we can't, you've, got, you've got to look after the individual. It's so important that you... Some people... We'd love doing 10 sessions a week, but others need to be held back. And I think that's why the coaching and the clubs are so important. They need to not, they need to make sure people don't peak until they're ready to peak. And I, I look at other sports like swimming, where, I mean, by the time you get to 22 in swimming, it seems to me that you're almost, that you're almost retired. You're a master's athlete but, when you're 23 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas our, there's very few athletes in athletics who'd have reached their peak by that time. Mm-hmm. We have to recognise that difference in development. So, so yeah, I, I think just by promoting good practice at the clubs, we'll hopefully see that develop. I think. Yeah, I, that that that's the basis. I think. Yeah, what I, what I do like as well, you know, you're you're bang on. There's so many disciplines of of run, athletics, really. You know, from You've you've got the track and field, and you know within the track you've got the the you know the hand the sprints, and then you know the the middle distance, the distance. You can step onto the road, and you can start from five k road all the way up to to marathons and and beyond. You know, and that, you know, ultra marathons, cross country, hills, uh, mountain running. It's just it's you know it's amazing how how um, diverse the sport is and. Um, so what what a, a question for you then, Ian? So what what do you what's your kind of preferred distance then? Are you do you enjoy you know as an ultra runner do you, do you enjoy the the ten k's more than the the ultras or I mean what what, what do you think is your go to kind of distance Ooh, at the moment now? That's an interesting one. I probably I, at the, at the moment my half marathons aren't where they used to be. It used to be my half marathon. I've said that was the one. I could go out and deliver consistently at. Fun enough, the ultras, I, I, this may surprise you, I, I like being an ultra runner, and to be an ultra runner, you have to run ultras, but it doesn't mean they're necessarily good fun when you're doing it. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's quite hard work, and, and uh, there's a lot of times you think, this is a bit of a slog, I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know if at your pace you find that, but... Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's, did you see me round that track when the 42 laps? Jesus. Oh, it's, it's hard work and it's a bit yeah. of a slog. So I, 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 I enjoy everything, Kyle. I enjoy, from, I enjoy going and doing a 5K part run. I enjoy sticking a number on to do a marathon. I enjoy the ultras. I just, I, I just enjoy the competitive aspect of running. I, I, I don't think I'd pick any out. Yeah. 
Right. Well, uh, I won't pick. I won't. I won't put you on the spot then. So what? What's? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going back to your kind of running, you know, and uh, your what are your kind of goals you've got for the year then? What's? Hey, a couple of years ago I was injured, and I thought if I can get myself running at all, I'll be doing quite well. So I, I very much reduced my goals, and I said to myself, if I can do a hundred miles every month, yeah. My age and stage, that's quite good. Okay. And I've never had a month since I said that that, uh, that I've not done it. So mm-hmm. it probably got me onto a bit of a better base. Uh, I was doing a lot more walking as well. I probably walk about 30 miles a week. I walk in and out of work every day. I try and. So I maybe average about 40 miles a week and I, I walk about 30 miles a week, oh, which wow. I think is quite a good balance yeah, yeah. for me. So 70 Where miles I'm, of. Of kind of walking, of running. Activity, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. of it's quite low-key walking, but mm-hmm. that's probably where I am. So, I mean, this year, I think, I don't know, I, I probably said myself I'd quite like to do a couple of ultras. I, I trained quite hard over the winter to do the South Downs Way 50. Right, yeah. I did that. It was okay, I think. I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled to bits with my time, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Off the back of that, I'm doing the Catherine Trail Race this weekend. It's kind of said, well... I've trained for a, a 50, I'm in that shape, I can get away with another one. Yeah. I'll just go out and enjoy it. But, uh, I mean, I'm, all, I'm getting to the stage where I think when you start coaching, you almost start to see the, the athletes you're coaching, you start to see the benefits of, of their performance. So that, I had an athlete did the London Marathon, first marathon. Susan did 4.05. She was a wee bit disappointed she wanted sub four, but it was her first right. marathon. So, That's not bad. That's uh, quite a good yeah, prediction. No, yeah, yeah. There's more to come. And, yeah. uh, and I'd, I'd a few doing the Highland Fling as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just I just want to enjoy it. And, and I think I'm at that stage where I can do all the things. And I can I love seeing Laura Muir do what she does. I love seeing all the top athletes. I, I can just get that balance of enjoying all of it, really, and yeah. still feeling I take part. Well, you, you know, from from you know all, all the hats that you, you've got on, you know, in terms of the, the top kind of performances in, in Scottish athletics, uh, anyway, what 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 are the main what you know from diff, various endurance disciplines? Um, what what are the kind of main ones that you that are, are of kind of significance for you, or the ones that stand out for you in terms of huge success for 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 the individual in in Scottish athletics as well? I think the biggest the, the day I've come back from feeling oh, that has just been fantastic over the last few years has probably been. The British Athletics Championships at Birmingham, where for the last three years we've just had athletes have performed and we've taken back a lot more medals than we would expect and so yeah. on. And uh, the, la- the last couple of years I've had the, the privilege of doing the the medal presentation for the men's fifteen hundred meters. Oh, I didn't. Bo- that's a- bo- <laughs> Sorry, it's a Scottish. It's a Scottish athletes galore then for that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I've never presented a medal to anyone who wasn't. <laughs> it's just been fantastic. And, and it's been different winners both years. And, yeah. and I, I, I've, I've absolutely loved that. And I think the next stage is to see whether our athletes can really break through at world level. I think we've got now to, we've got quite a few top 10. We've got Callum, who's round about there. We've got Laura's very much pushing now into that level. Jake's there. Yeah. Uh, Ailey's been there for years and years making finals. Lindsay. The interesting thing will be to see if they can start getting to the stage where they win medals because this is winning medals at world level in a sport that is worldwide. It's, yeah. it's, 
it, it would be remarkable if they do. I think sometimes we forget that how competitive this is. It's so. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you know, you talk of various sports and you know they're competitive in the world championships, but there's only like. I mean, snooker is a prime example. No, no disrespect to snooker, but <laughs> it's maybe not the best example. But it's just British. It's just British, mainly British players, and yeah, um, yeah. and and it's it's classed as a world championships. And you know, when you talk about athletics, every you know majority of com- uh, countries compete in uh, at such a high standard too. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's you, you're you're bang on with that one. Um, yeah. So yeah. I did a wee check after the Commonwealth Games, and and. I think there were 26 different countries won athletics medals. Right, okay. And there were right. there were only something like eight won cycling medals and 12 won swimming medals. So, yeah. Yeah, it shows, it shows the range, I think, of that. Yeah. So what about, um, you know, we talk we, 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 we talk heavily, you know, as a podcast about, you know, fair, junior, not sorry, senior performances and, um, you know, maybe the under-20s and things. But we really don't, uh, you know, for, for my... I don't really know much about how well the juniors are performing just now. I mean, I see, you know, I say, I see, I know they're doing really, they're doing fairly well. But what, you know, what are the next kind of Laura Muir's? Is there, is there a few? You know, where where are we with the junior athletes at the moment in terms of performances? I think we've been seeing some some athletes come through really well. We've seen uh, Beth Dobbin on the yeah. sprint side is. We've been criticised quite heavily for not really producing sprinters, but Beth's mm-hmm. Beth's done done really well there. Uh, Zoe Clark's come yeah. through, as you'll know, from the, the, the Aberdeen side. We've got some athletes who have made that breakthrough, and we've had others that are starting to look pretty competitive as well. So, yeah, I'm quite encouraged by what we're seeing coming through. I mean, I was down at Silver Nows last Friday night for the for the five K yeah. Championships, and the number of young athletes who were in, in the top of both the male and female races was really really impressive. I did notice and that. I, yeah, it was under twenties galore, and I, I think there was yeah, also an yeah. was there an under under fifteen or as well. Uh, is it Anna? I can't remember her name. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's some really quality athletes yeah. coming through there, and the, I mean these these are I mean, the number of men under sixteen minutes was just remarkable yeah. for a race like that, and a lot of them are at that early stages. You've got athletes like Saul Sweeney coming through. Yeah. Uh, Saul, I've I've known I've known the family since Saul was a nine year old boy, starting out with Stratton Harriers, and it's just oh, wonderful right, yeah. to see the way he's developed through yeah. through that whole thing. So, yeah, no, I think I think we should we can be positive with it. I think we've got a we've got a good environment. We've got a good team. The likes of, of Stephen Maguire as performance director. Stephen's Stephen's a a performance director every country in the world would be delighted to yeah. have. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the athletes speak so highly of him as well. So no, I think I think there's an awful lot of positives coming through there. Yeah, brilliant. Right. Well, I think in terms of the yeah, it was quite late at night. So I think I've <laughs> got through all my kind of questions. I was looking to uh, to say to you, but we, before you go, Ian, we do have a series of fartlet questions. Um, now, being being an avid listener to the show, I'm sure you've you've heard some of them. So. I didn't. I didn't show you these questions uh, because I wanted to surprise you. So <laughs> here we go. So favorite running race? West Highland race. You had to say that you organise it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, if it wasn't that one, what would it be? If if that hey. one. Oh. Ah, favorite running race. I, mean, I think probably look back and 
going best times. I, I, I loved the Brown Cumbria ten mile race, and that's possibly because I went, I went to Millport as a boy for my holidays for about ten years in a row. Okay. So to to run round there was just I always, I always thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's also there's also the National Cross Country. The National Cross Country is one of my favourite days of the year. I love that. I yeah. think it's just a, a great club day. Yeah. It's really cool as well, you know. You see all the clubs, uh, all the gazebos are up, and the the sheer num- the number of colours, you know, when everyone's running. I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm with oh, you. It's it's amazing. Uh, it's like a real gathering of the Scottish endurance running community. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's just I, I find I go there. I can't warm up because I keep meeting so many people I know and I've not seen for years. It's brilliant. You need to put a balaclava over your head, you know, <laughs> harm the AC, <laughs> like cover the name up. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? What's your running career highlight? I think my running career highlight is probably my last sub three hour marathon. I I'd done four and my PB was two fifty six. Okay. But it was it was nine the, the before I did Zurich in two thousand and seven. It, it'd been nine years since I'd run a sub three hours. Right. And I went okay. out there and I ran two fifty nine forty one, and I was right up against the wire most of the way through. And in fact, about thirty k, I was a bit behind the wire. Oh, really? So I still look right. back on that and think that was just great. And I, I kind of knew that was my last ever sub three. So I was right. able to enjoy it as well. I oh, just, that'd I have been amazing. Like you probably yeah. wouldn't have been able to enjoy it too much, you know, because of the, what, 20 seconds, you know, waving to the crowds and then you, you hit the, <laughs> the, the gun times, the, the time that you take. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, re- that was close. Yeah. Rest day or recovery run? Hey, I, I try, I probably run about five or six days a week so i usually have have one rest day okay and i do have still have a couple of recovery days as well so so i try i, I try and pace myself at, at my age i can't pass about as much as i used to be able to yeah <laughs> right so would you prefer ultra or marath- ultra marathons or marathons i think now i prefer the ultra marathons i think it's it's a i i think it's almost a more enjoyable and maybe easier the pace I'm going an easier day out I think the marathons you're always up against the clock yeah. whereas the ultras you just kind of go out and have a great day so yeah. Yeah. until you get to the last 10 10k you <laughs> just yes. Get, yes. get me to the end yes yeah Highland Fling or the Devil of the Highlands Ultra oh I think I would say the Devil of the Highlands I think I prefer the, the I prefer the northerly section of the West Highland Way okay it's uh I've done I've done about probably about six Devil of the Highlands. I think I've maybe done eight Highland Flings, and I've done eight West Highland Way races. Okay. So so I know that route pretty well, but I do prefer the kind of more the ruggedness of the northern section than the, the than the southern bit. So is the the Devil of the Highlands is that yeah is that more hilly or is it? Uh, it's probably stonier underfoot. I think that there's a couple of big hills. You have to climb the Devil's Staircase. Yeah. Uh, but and then you have to climb out of Kinloch Leaven and up onto the, the Larrick Moor. So there's probably a couple of bigger hills. Okay. But I think it's more the terrain. I think the further north you get, the more stony it becomes. And right. Coming coming down into Kinloch Leaven at the end of the West Hill Way race when you've got 75 miles in your legs, is quite a, oh, that's quite, quite a challenge. It's a, a quad bash of that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Favourite movie? Oh, do you know... I, I, I watch about one film every 10 years, so I, my, my wife loves... The you don't have any time to watch films. I know, I know, that's what, that's what gives up. I think my favourite movie is... Uh, oh, 
Do you know, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even remember. The Toy Story, I, I do, I do like Toy Story. <laughs> no, yeah, I think there's a Toy Story four or five coming out, is there not? All oh, right, I'm moving. So, so there you go. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's one that's one after you've. Uh, it's summertime. It's probably in the, the the kind of weekend of the. The West Island way, no doubt, but no, I miss it. <laughs> we did go to see Bohemian Rhapsody last year. Quite enjoyed. That, that was a classic, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what? Who's your running hero, or have you got a running hero? Somebody asked me that a, a, a few months ago, and I said my running hero was Paula Radcliffe, and uh, I, yeah. I, I, I've met Paula a few times since, and I mean, I think I think her running achievements are. Are fantastic. I, I I think that two fifteen twenty five marathon just was was remarkable. Yeah, I would but, agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just I, no one's near yeah, it at all. It's, it's just cool. incredible. I think what yeah. she did then, but I think I, I look at Kipchoge now and I just think that's phenomenal what yeah. he's doing and what, what the, the way his consistency over the marathon, the way he continues to deliver. So he's probably at the moment my running hero. I think. Right. Okay. So early morning or late run? Hey, I'm I'm now an early morning person. Since I met Sandra, she she starts work at seven o'clock and she runs into her work in the morning. So she's a real early morning. Right. Okay. Person. So I I've, I've kind of changed my my routine a bit. So I'm I'm up at half five pretty regularly now. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm more inclined to just go out and get it done. Okay. Pre-race meal. So i.e. what's your um? So the Catarun race is this Saturday. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ideally, what are you going to be eating tomorrow? I'd be surprised at this. I, my ideal race before a big, something like a marathon ultra would be a full Scottish breakfast. Right, really? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> keeps me going. I don't get hungry for about three or four hours. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Lots of fat in there as well to keep you. Yeah, keep yeah. Brilliant. And I was talking to a nutritionist who said, he said, you know what, 20 years ago, that's exactly what we were recommending, and we're almost at the stage we're coming back to it. Wow, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's, that's, that's funny. Is, uh, also, uh, um, last year, the start of last year, I, I met Don Ritchie uh, in, um, just before he passed away, and I asked him, like, what what do you have? You know, what what do you take? What do you, what were you drinking or taking on board when you're doing ultras? And he just said, just Coca Cola. <laughs> what was it? And, and uh, you know, packets of sugar and things. <laughs> just keep, keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, okay. What? Well, a couple other ones I've got for you. Co or a vet? At the time, I was probably an, uh, no, I was probably an vet fan. Okay. I, I had I had the privilege of having a meeting recently with Seb Cove when, oh, when he, he was over for the for the Euro indoors in Glasgow. We we got a forty five yeah. minute with Seb, and I was massively impressed with him. I, yeah. I, I just think he's a really impressive individual. Yeah. So. I just think that folk who can do that kind of thing. I've, I've got so much time for both of them. Yeah. I just think they're both legends. Yeah, yeah. Favourite shoe? I like Sikorni for the trail, and I, for the last few years I've been wearing Hoka for the road. Okay. And what are you wearing in the Catarun Trail? I'll probably wear my... I've got a Sikorni kind of multi-terrain type shoe, which... For these ultras where you've got a bit of everything. Yeah, it's quite a bit of road, isn't there, I think? Um, yeah, yeah, there's a bit of road and there's a bit of field and yeah. so on. So, so yeah, I think that'll do me fine. Okay. Uh, Favourite beer? Uh, either St Mungo's or Edinburgh Gold. Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, I've got one more question. Well, one more fartlet question. Favourite place to run? 
I really like the, the loop I use for my Tuesday sessions at the Meadows. We go to the, the sort of far side, the the south side of the Meadows, not as the road goes through. Yeah, okay. And we've got a sort of third of a mile triangle of which some in grass, some on, on the, the wee path. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I, I like that as a, as a session one. I think just getting out, I, I always enjoy a run in the West Highland Way. I just love getting out there. It kind of takes me back. It's yeah. just... I was up there on Sunday. I, I just did three miles out, three miles back in Balmaha, but okay. just just been out and I thoroughly enjoy. It's just a phenomenal route. I mean, I remember starting yeah. the the fling and um, you know five, you know a couple of miles in, and it's like seven in the morning. The sun's you know coming up, and what a view! I just was like, I'm in awe of this. You know, yeah. I wasn't you know fifty miles in. I wasn't really looking about after that, but I just phenomenal i think it's if, if nobody if you haven't been along the west island way folks get yourself along and go for a wee jog it's just stunning it's brilliant and kyle you, you should you should see it during the, the, the full race because you're starting at one in the morning so you'd be coming over you'd be coming into balmaha as the sun's coming up and just phenomenal oh. the, the, you see that and you see loch lomond sort of appear before you just yeah. wonderful really. oh that's amazing Right, so I've got one final question for you, Ian. Um, and if you've listened to some of the interviews, you might know what it might be. It's a beer. Have you ever done a beer mile before? No, I haven't, but I've seen a few. Okay. And, uh, so, <laughs> well, I think we've we've got one. We've got an unofficial one there coming up next next Friday. But if you were to do a beer mile, um, what do you, what time do you think you would you would run? I think I would be, I would be pretty poor because I'm not good at hammering down beer. I yeah, have to yeah. savour it. So <laughs> if I did a sub ten minute mile for that, I think I would be quite pleased. Okay, right, uh, perfect, good, good answer. So other than that, Ian, I think yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. And yeah. um, I think you know potentially the next time uh, I meet you, you're you're coming along. You're going to be in Chamonix at the UTMB. I believe yes, we're right? not we're not running any of the races, but we went out last year and enjoyed it so much. Yeah, we'll back out this year, so okay. Yeah, and I'll see you out there. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, look look forward to catching. And Sandra's going out as well. She is. She, yeah, yeah, she's coming out, and we'll just we'll just run around, use it as a bit of a training yeah. training week, and support the runners coming in. So yeah, yeah. look forward to. Oh, seeing look, yeah, good, look good forward to. Training. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, I, I got my polls uh, this week, so I've, I'm going to try and make you know make make way for some. Some training now, some long runs this weekend, and see how it goes. But uh, yeah, so good. yeah, so other than that, I will wish you good luck for the Catarin Ultra this Saturday, and uh, don't do the don't do the hill race the day before. That's probably not a great <laughs> I have idea. No intention. No, I am not a hill runner. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, good luck for that, and I'm I'm sure everyone will find out how you're doing. Uh, I'll check up on the results, no doubt, in the next couple of days. And, yeah. You have to look. You have to look a bit further down than you're used to looking. I think. <laughs> no. Try find me. Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No, no, great to catch up. All the best. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Ian, for coming on the show. Great to have you on. I'm going to say this is a this is an interview that I was really excited to get on. I was gutted I couldn't sit on it, but uh, I look forward to hearing it and. And hearing all Ian's expert advice on all things Scottish athletics. Right, so moving on to race results. So we had a few this weekend. Uh, we'll start with the the Ben Romick 10K, which is a 10K. I think it's the is it the first of the Northern Scot 
series. It is. So the Northern Scots a newspaper up in up in the north of the Murray the Murray the Murray area, uh, uh, Tom. So it's, okay. Uh, it's the the paper of the north. It's the P and J of the north. So exactly. So that is the so the professional series was the Ben Rummick 10K, which is organised by Forest Harriers, and it was won with uh, by Gordon Lennox. No, 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 no! I can't be that. No, ah, no. Where are Amanda... you? She's Wait, wait. Are you in there? It was Kenny Wilson. Are you sure? Ah, guy. I think so. Hold on, let me check. Sorry, I've got the first of the series on. I'm, yeah, but I was. <laughs> you know, I read that and I saw. I saw Kenny one on Strava. Yeah, so Ken, Yeah, you're right. So Kenny did. Kenny, I beg your pardon. It was Ben Roman 10K was won by Kenny Wilson, 31-27, um, and in uh, se- second place was. Gordon Lennox. Yes, that's who, right. Thirty-four sixteen. And third place was at Max Abernethy. He's getting now, a, a fair few mentions on the show, right? He is. Now the reason I've just I've picked up the wrong results. I picked up the cumulative series results, which Gordon now leads by two minutes fifteen over Max Abernethy. That's where we've got the the, the mistake there. So. Do you know well, what you then, get if you you win the series, Tom? A, a year's newspaper subscription? You've, you've ex- exactly, exactly. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I actually don't know. But All right. What, what were you meant to get? Remember when you got your, was it your, I forgot to mention this when we were having that ramble about um, the Aye, great run. Great run. Yeah, I got, was uh, I, I was supposed to get six months of, yeah, I never got it. I phoned up, but I've never got it, so anyway. Yeah, six months of Athletics Weekly magazines. I know, absolutely. You still, you still buy that? You no, still, I don't. No, I do no. not. I did. I real. It's one of those things I realised. I was reading mainly reading things online, so I thought. We need to... <laughs> exactly. Right. Plus, uh, plus your, you know, people, you, you, people should be listening to TRS, you know. Exactly. Right on the women's side, Kaylee Jarrett, Ed, Elgin AC won in uh, thirty nine oh four. Uh, thirty seven oh four. Beg your pardon, and beat. These results are absolute shambles. I've, I've got to say. <laughs> There was Caroline Marwick, who was second place in 39.04, and third place was uh, Michelle Slater of Moray Roadrunners, 40.02. And uh, a, a quick shout out to the first veteran, Keith Buchan, uh, in fourth place overall in 35.02, Fraserburgh Running Club, and uh, followed closely by Dave Barkley, Gary Roadrunners, Paul Miller, and Vanessa Harriers as well, uh, the 4.15.6 overall. Another big shout out to the Frank, big Frankie Barton, M60, still rocking it up in 38 minutes for a 10k. Look at that, eh? What a man! That's how to do it. And, uh, do it. and female-wise, we, I think it was well. Was obviously, second place was well. She, she's not a, a vet, but third female, and first F40 was Michelle Slater, followed by Katie Camizo. And finally, Mark, Mark, no, that's not right. Emma Barr, there you go. 42.70. That's Very the good. results for the Ben Romick 10K. There you go. Fast course, Tom. It looks to be a fast course. Potentially, but pa- pancake flat, and you get a wee, I'm sure you even get a wee miniature whiskey at the end of it. Nice. I mean, you know what was inter- interesting? See, Kenny Wilson ran 31.27 solo, having run 33.05 the week before at Baker. Yeah, yeah, just shows you though. Yeah, it does show. I think it's a, five... a little bit better. And plus, you had 
four races in nine days or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. A wee bit, a wee bit of uh, fatigue in there. Anyway, well done, Kenny and uh, and Kaylee on their wins. What else? Well, speaking of speaking of fast courses, what about the Helensworth 10k? I noticed your your man is it uh, Gebby Selassie. Yes, Winnie. Winnie Gebby Selassie, twenty nine, thirty something is it? Twenty nine thirty two for the win. Gebby Selassie, yeah, that's shifting. And that to put shifting. thirty seconds into Adam Craig, who was second in thirty oh three, that's uh that's a some result. I think he uh he was his last kilometer was his fastest as well. Who Winnie? Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh. Interesting to see how quick he's coming back. Or yeah. I, I haven't really heard much about his performances in the last couple of no. few months anyway. So he must be, uh, I don't know, whether if he's been injured or who knows. But if anyone knows uh, and knows what his goals are, then it'd be interesting to know because that's some time. Oh, that is some time. Yeah. And then running at the podium was Lewis Rayburn of uh, Shelton Harris, who's an under 20 actually, in 32-31. So that's an impressive run there. On the women's side, it was won by Five Faces Annabelle Simpson in 34-49, which is a that's a great run from Annabelle going sub 35. Second place, Christina Rankin of Kilbarkin in 35-36, and third place was Jill Knowles Scottish Prison Service in 38-22. Jill also being first V40 in the women's side. First V40 on the men's side was Stephen Campbell. Of Greenock Park Harriers in thirty three fifty nine. a strong run. Yeah, that's impressive. I don't see. Let me see. First V fifty. Just to keep going. Uh, first V fifty in the men's race was Ross McCairn. By the looks of it. So these are not sorted. Oh no, I beg your pardon. Andrew White, Greenock Glen Park Harriers thirty four oh four. First V fifty in the or F fifty. Sorry, on the women's side was. I'm not even sure if there, if there is one. Ah, there was. Pamela McCrossan, Clydesdale Harriers in 41.08. So there you right. go. That's some, some result there. Yeah, it is. A, it's actually, there's actually a lot of, a, it's it's not the most top-heavy race, if I'm honest. You know, after the top three guys, it, it does peter away a wee bit. But decent-sized field. I mean, they had... Um, 550 finishers there. So it's obviously it's obviously a good one. And it's part, it's part of the Babcock series. So... Um, yeah, more of those to come through the summer. So another 10k we had. It's uh, right. I've got no, I, I no idea how to say this. Penny, was it Penny Cook? <laughs> yeah, Penny Cook. Penny, <laughs> Penny Cook, Penny Cook. Oh, who knows? Um, anyway, so the winner is uh, Neil Reynolds in Edinburgh Athletics Club. A really good runner. Um, good to see him running well and winning a 10k, 33, 12. Um, Another speedy, speedy runner, Daryl Hasty, Gala Harriers uh, in second place, not far behind Neil in 33.27. And in third, Ian Whitaker, Edinburgh Athletics Club in 33.45. And yeah, in terms of the females, we had Freya Ross, Falkirk, uh, 37.10. Good time for, for Freya, good to see her running well. And second female was... Is a fair bit back. Uh, Kirsten Maxwell, Gala Harriers, 39-38. And finally in third, Jacqueline, is it Jacqueline Moore? Uh, Jocelyn Moore. 
Jocelyn Moore, think, sorry. Yeah. Edinburgh Athletics Club, 41.04. So what's cool about the Pennycook 10K, actually, is both Neil Reno and uh, Daryl Hasty, I think, are listeners. So yeah, they shout, are, yeah. shout out to them. Well done, lads. Yeah, good good to hear that you like to hear our rambling, and hopefully it helps you your running. And speaking of listeners, also I see you just scanning the results. James Waldy, Active Roots... Uh, uh, Jobsworth, he's uh, he's uh, <laughs> sixth six place in thirty four thirty three. So well done, James. I'm not going to say anything because I keep slagging him off on on this podcast, and he doesn't get he gets a little bit upset. So on the on the subject of Active Route, Active Route, I've uh, I'm giving them some free press here. They're actually organising a ten k uh, trail race in where is it Aberfeldy in the summer. They're organising the Ginger Beer Mile too. They are organising Ginger Beer Mile too. So we'll speak about that in a couple of minutes. We will do. So anyway, um, results-wise, that takes us through uh, Pennycook. I'm just seeing on the results actually another. We'll talk about age shout-outs. A uh, big shout-out to Scott McDonald of Murfoot Runners, who was seventh overall at Pennycook, first M50 to go 34-45. Actually beat the first M40, who was Michael Fullerton in who was 37-16. So. Pretty strong there. On the women's side, in terms of age categories, we had first F40 was um, Julie Oswald, Musselburgh, 42-41. And first F50 was, let me see, silence on the radio is never good. What are you looking for? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Eileen, Eileen Maxwell, Gala Harriers, first F50. So well done to the age category winners. Van Davidozzi. So I've been trying to look for the Catherine Trail results. Unfortunately, I can't find them. So if anyone has the link, please let me know. Ian probably has the link, actually. Um, so yeah, uh, I yeah, if we can get those for next year, that'll, next week, that'll be <laughs> for awesome. Next, next year, year. yeah. God, surely surely we won't still be doing this next year. (laughs) Surely. Surely, yeah. My baby will be doing it next year for me. Yeah. I think if we we make you, if we make, target number one, talk about goals, target number one is keep this podcast going until you have your baby. Then we'll see if we can make the UTMB. Then we'll see if we can make my ultimate. And that's the the three goals. If we can make the first one of those, that's that's a result. That is a success, yeah. We didn't actually talk about TRS related goals though eh? I mean that is that is something that you know we I suppose we, we keep our cards to our chest in terms of our business plan but there isn't really a business plan of TRS no, there's, 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 a, there's a word document with some stuff on it yeah. <laughs> uh, for me the TRS goal is simple is get a is get a sponsor get a sponsor and keep people listening to it and uh, and coming back for more exactly so we need to. I think I would. I, if I'm honest, I would like to see a TRS event. And I'm not talking about this little beer mile we're organising for the banter for the birthday party. I'm talking about a TRS event. TRS event on the Scottish Alex calendar. Great run of bottled it. TRS are going to step up. <laughs> what, what, you heard that. You heard it here, yeah. uh, Fat Foster. <laughs> we'll get a little petition going. TRS for the yeah. mar- for the Glasgow Marathon. Forget- Forget about Nova International, TRS International. That's what's coming. <laughs> so if anyone wants to sponsor uh, TRS to to organise a, a city marathon, then let us know. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> right. right, we've digressed because we do have one more race to go through. So this weekend it was also the Longside Loop 10 Miler, which was 
which was, which is, a 10-mile race organised by Peter Head uh, Running Club. It was won by Metro Aberdeen's Calm Crawford in 59.39. He was the only one to go into the hour. Second place was Ross Aird, unattached, in 61.41. Third place was David Horn of Newbridge Dunes Running Club in 62.30. David also being first M40. Uh, on the women's side, these are badly organised results. On the women's side, it was won by also Metro Aberdeen, Alison Matthews in 67.56. Second place, just behind her, Shelley Duncan in 68.01. And in third place, Ruth Perry of Turriff Running Club in 69.35. First F40 was Jennifer Robertson, Peterhead AC. I think Jennifer's involved in the organising. Well done to her. And we've got a couple of 50s in there as well. We've got a 60 as well. John Pascoe, first M50 in 72.11. First F50, Maureen Mackey of Nairn Road Runners in 74.05. And also a shout out to uh, Graham Clark, Fraserburgh Running Club, first M60 in 73.59. Rucha. That's yeah, some, right. some time that, eh? It is, yeah. Really good. Well done to uh, those age category runners as well. So, you know, that's what I wouldn't mind doing. Our friend Run Ben, Ben Ward Run Beer won it last year. He was uh, otherwise engaged this weekend, so he couldn't make it, but he talks highly of it. So it's, it's one I fancy doing, sponsored by a brewery, I believe. So, winner. Well, well that, again, I like the word segue today. So let's segue into the beer mile, Tom. The beer mile. So, listeners... Those of you in the area who, who would like to join us for a pint and a ginger mile on Friday, we are still trying to do it. We can't promise it's going to be much, but it will be a good opportunity for you to join us for a, a beer in Castlegate Brewdog and raise a glass to a year of TRS. It would um, it would be fantastic if you could come along. If you would like to come along, we have a Facebook page, event page I should say, with all the details you'll need on there. Please hit going if you're going. We need to have good ideas for the beer numbers. We're going to put up a wee poll on there tonight. You maybe up by the time you listen to this. Ask requesting you to confirm if you're coming. So it'll be by the time you listen to this, that poll is already up. Exactly. Yeah. So if you do listen to the podcast of Friday night, don't wait for the poll. Just head on down there. If you if you listen to this on Saturday or any time after the seventeenth of May, forget about it. Come along with your wee, 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 wee four, your four cans of <laughs> special brew. <laughs> oh man, it's not even that funny, but I think I'm getting a bit delusional. <laughs> it's been a long week. I'm buzzing for it, Tom. And I know, right? So, Tom, Tom, you, you had a little. Are we allowed to? Are you want? Can I share this with the listeners? Uh, if you must. <laughs> Tom's, Tom's had it with Beer Myland. He's, he had a bit uh. of a. He had a, a cheeky wee beer mile at uh, Ben Ward Run st- Beers. I, I, I'm sure I can... Yeah, it was in Stagdew, so... Uh, big, uh, yeah. big Chris Rico won the, won the, the beer mile, though, didn't he? Now, yeah, yeah, so... I can't remember. It was very. It was rope. It was. It was probably about as well organised as ours will be. It was quite ropey. Uh, but no, it was timed. I think it was like eight minutes. Eight minutes. That's shit. But in, in his defence, it was like on a. It was a a bubble, bubble grassy field. It wasn't. Is that a long course, sir? Was, was it was it longer than a mile or something? Jeez. It was out. It was out and back, which is our, which is what ours is going to be as well. <laughs> <laughs> which means you've got to turn. 
Um, do you know what? Speaking of beer mills, McKellar, the brewery, which also sponsored the um, World Cross Country Champs, they did a beer mile last weekend as part of some festival of beer they were organising. And I watched the live stream on Facebook, and it was a very well done. It was down at, it looked to be down at like a, a harbour port area um, near their brewery, and it was it was really good. It was a loop, a 400 metre loop, uh, not obviously not a track, but actually just around like a car park. And I was thinking that's probably a better way to do it. But we are planning to do it out and back around a cone. Or we could run it round the, the the cricket pitch if there's no one playing on the grass. Not a bad idea. Well, it's we'll think about idea. it when as guys get yourself. Where's the where are we meeting the fitty end? Are we? The fitty end, yeah. The fitty end. So meet meet there at what time? Do you remember? I can't mind. Seven. Is seven th- seven thirty start. So if you come down between seven and seven thirty, we'll yeah, be there. And and, uh, and we'll 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 see the numbers and we'll we'll make sure that everyone's got adequate um, supplies for the for the beer, the ginger mile. Yeah. Um, so it's a fiver to to enter that, uh, and we'll sort out the rest as as Tom says. So we're doing this. I think we're doing this because it's uh, we've talked a big game about it. So we need to deliver on a beer mile. The there's a few things about beer mile I would suggest people do. A, watch the Corey <laughs> Bellman's world record. At, was it 4:30 or something? It's Aye, absolutely it's ridiculous. ridiculous. What I will say though, it's not it's not the the Chunder Mile. It's not the Scottish Chunder Mile champion, championships. Because that's so a pint, isn't it? So we're gonna follow um, world uh, the I don't know what the world beer B beer association of whatever I don't know if the what the the, the world bod, the governing body for beer mile is but we're gonna follow their rules which is so the order is beer four hundred meters beer four hundred meters beer four hundred meters beer four hundred meters finish now it's you essentially run the last ten meters of your lap you can try the ten meter transition is when you drink your beer the beer must be uh, the beer will be 355 millilitres in volume, which is a standard can. All runners, all cans must be emptied over the head at the end to confirm that they are empty, as a demonstration, and then put in a bucket. We're not littering here. They must no. go in the bucket. You miss the bucket, DQ. So, DQ. Um, also, this is an interesting one. Beer must be minimum of 5% ABV. Really? Yeah. So does that, does that mean we've got to get... Oh, okay. So it's got to be five percent. So if anyone who thinks they're rocking up to have a little, um, a little <laughs> nanny state is having a laugh, you yeah, can join the, that, you can Jack. join, you can join the ginger mile. Although I will, yeah. for me, I think the alcohol content is second. It's the volume, um, and then uh, yeah, any uh, <laughs> chunder is a disqualification. Uh, so there we go. That's that's how we're, the rules we're playing to. If, if anyone also wants to do a little bit of research about the Beer Mile, let's see, that's all doing it, um, beermile.com. That's what I'm, that's what I'm on. Yeah, so this will be, gone. this will be the, possibly the, the, the first and last TRS Beer Mile. <laughs> so <laughs> it may, the, it could be, so. It could be make so a break. If it's a success, we'll look at going, uh, going to another level, but this is a, uh, this is, this may be <laughs> it. from the Beer Mile to the, the City Marathon. Yeah, I'm actually quite. I'm yeah. I'm sad that we're organising a beer mile, not a city marathon, actually. But obviously, <laughs> we're we're too small for beggars, that. Beggars can't be choosers, dog. Exactly. This is where it all starts. Yeah. Next thing, Great Aberdeen. For, no, not great. TRS Aberdeen Marathon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, Tom. It's going to be a, a good barrel of laughs. Uh, but before I do the beer mile, I've got to run a 50k easy run. So, Oof. and then I've got to do it again. So sandwiched between a beer mile. 
a fifty k sandwich, beer mile sandwich. I don't know. What I'm talking Oof. right now. Anyway, so so yes, yeah, so it's going to be exciting times this weekend, Tom. So while we're talking about news, let's let's move on to news then. One thing, the key bit of news I want to talk about this week is the announcement that Great Run will no longer be organising the Great Scottish Cross Country or the Great Stirling Marathon. Kyle, thoughts? Um, I mean, you know, there's what's what's the main reason for for the Great Run, Tom? What's the money, money, purpose? money, money, money? <laughs> <laughs> you said it better than I would ever say it. Now, that, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a commercial entity, isn't it? So, you know, we're not. Um, it's not a surprise if it's not hitting its targets. I think. Maybe... But I think that's bullshit because they've come in and said their goal was to organise a world class marathon, and because they're not, they're not. Now, I think we could all a lot of runners here in Scotland could give them many reasons why they've not achieved a world class marathon. That's bullshit. They don't want to achieve a world class marathon. They want to achieve a marathon with thousands of people making money. A world class yeah. marathon for me is not necessarily thousands of people. It's a quality race with a quality field. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's it's a real shame. I mean, what? It's a shame. Three years was it? Three years they've had it. Three years. I, and I think it's they're on really, a three year deal. It's not really that long. Uh, I mean, I think there's been maybe a bit of funding pulled from from Sterling, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you you would try your utmost to try and you know deliver on your promise. So I'd say we, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. I, agree. But, um, I think we might see this from Great Run across the country. You know, all the, the I heard chat about that they're they're non televised. You know, we we saw in the Jen Wetton complaint about them about cash prizes that they're reducing and reviewing their prizes and blah 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 for non televised events. And you know, they must basically Great Run. They must make an absolute fortune off the big ones. Obviously, the Great North Run, Great Manchester, um, I think Great Bristol's quite big, Great Southern Run, these sort of things. I think Great Aberdeen, I'd be very surprised if it runs past this year, which is sad because I think it's a good race, but numbers apparently are down. Great Sterling is gone. Um, I remember there was a Great Edinburgh 10k for years ago, which was good. I remember you started and finished on the Meadows. It was great, and it, it then became something else, and then it's. I think it's still... Is it gone? There was a Great Edinburgh 10 miler at one stage. It's gone... You know they're not committed to to races, and they you know it's a shame. It really is a shame. Uh, yeah, I, I think I mean the timings didn't really help, but not everyone gets, not everyone can get into London. You know? True. Yeah, true. Yeah, so you think there would have been the, the you know the market and the desire to to have a marathon then? I, I mean, how many? I didn't really you know I should have done my research, but how many people ran Sterling collectively? You know, in the marathon half, do we know? I'm not sure. Yeah. Is well, that I, a problem? Is that also a problem having a half and a marathon at the same time? You know I, my feelings on these multiple races. I I thought I think you know you you would be enhancing the event by having a, a half an and option. A marathon. Yeah, maybe. You know, if you just have the marathon, then you're not going to get your you know some of the runners who you know stepping up to a marathon can be a a fairly um, arduous task for some people. Uh, True. A half can is a certainly a bit more achievable to 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 the masses. So Scottish Athletics have got a decision to make in terms of where the Scottish Marathon Championships are held next year. Where do you think it'll be held? Berlin. <laughs> nice. Berlin. How, how, well, I mean, it's in England. You may as well just stick it in another place. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I. I <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Depends how Brexit yeah. goes, I suppose. But uh, yeah, 
Well, it might, might that be make my it, make choice. it, make it Boston, make it properly elitist. Yeah, make, yeah, make you have to qualify for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a Scottish Athletics event. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got to qualify for some of these athletics. I'm, I think you used to. I remember in some of the Scottish schools, that's what it was. You had to qualify for <laughs> some of the, the races. Um, well, I, I think yeah, it, for I, what it's, I think it'll be Loch Ness. It used to be Loch Ness. Yeah. And, I think uh, I think if you're the, gonna the, put it in the, autumn. The only sense. issue with Loch Ness, it's um. It's not a ratified. Yeah. It's, it's too much downhill, isn't there? So I mean, no one's going to be breaking world records, but no. It's uh, classed as, as downhill on the on the power of ten, so it, it's, yeah. it's got that wee black mark against it. But it's not not you know that's. Uh, to be honest, I mean, we, I've, I've said we've Who's going to break a world record? The Scottish champs. The, the, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the downhill in, in Loch Ness really, I would, I wouldn't really, I don't think there's much of an advantage with that downhill because it's at the start and it's, it's a good bit of isolation like, in the second half so. yeah there's other challenges to that in, exactly. ter- in terms of what it does to your legs yeah so anyway I think it's going to be really interesting to see what what they come, what Scottish Athletics come back with I guess the difficulty for them is they can't just organise a marathon like they organise a, a you know 10,000 metres on the track you know they they rely on on giving events to or or give, putting a championship event on an existing race. Yeah. So the difficulty is they've basically got their choices are do they want to keep it in Scotland in which case give it to EMF or Loch Ness. I don't think EMS EMF is is a quality enough event for the yeah me too I, it's for the marathon the, champs. I, I think in the past I mean I'm sure I've, you know we all make mistakes of events in general life but there's been a few a few issues in the past with organisation things. And then um, I think I think London is obviously the next shout. Uh, I think London would be a good call to be honest. I know some people don't like the idea that Scottish champs is in London. Okay, I get that, but is London, Scotland to London is not that far, really. You know, it's if someone, you know, it's not that far to travel to be honest. And if you look at imagine in other countries you could travel that far for your national championships. I don't think it's that big a deal. And. Um, the other option, I guess, is that they, there is a new marathon comes on the scene, and uh, and they put it there. But I would be surprised if they put it there on its first go. Yeah, I would be too. I'll be in uh, Iron Marathon. Oh yeah, good shout. Yeah, well, actually, Although when you start going really to, you know, yeah, that's not. It, I don't. Yeah, that's a small, yeah, the, that's a low key last, one. You know, big events, but would you be looking if it was a Scottish Championship to to have a huge number? I don't think so, but you would. I think you would want to get quality club runners out. So yeah. you know, okay, we. I think it's it's. You're never going to get a, you know, Callum Hawkins and a Robbie Simpson there, but you might get. You can get a a Mikey Wright or a, a Kyle Gregg, or a Chris Richardson or a Tom Roach. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, there, there. We go. Well, uh, that's what we're talking about. Exactly. But hey, I would I would say Robbie Simpson. I'm sure he would. He's uh, he's certainly an ambassador when it comes to to local races. You know, he's yeah, uh, he's always mixing it up in some of the you know cheeky straight after the commies last year. He was he was hitting the the high heights of Murther Tap at Benahee, um, oh, yeah. you know, just in an evening race, and uh, I, I believe he's doing the Larry Grew. So Mark I hear. Is, That's is, what uh, I've heard. On, I've heard on the on the on the grapevine. Aye, aye. So as is Chris Richardson. So we've got the Rico Robbie showdown. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm you know no disrespect to Rico, but I, I don't think uh, <laughs> I don't think Rico will be thinking. He's, Rico's he's, uh, furious that he got. Up. Rico's furious that Robbie put uh, 
What did he put into him? 14 minutes into him, he's furious about this. Well, he needs to sort his negative splits out then and uh, <laughs> negative split even more then. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, that's that's a bit of news which uh, which I thought which I thought was worth speaking about. We'll see what happens. But it's just sad to see races drop off the calendar, big races, and especially at the moment when we're we're losing the marathon. We've got 10k's everywhere at the moment. Oh, yeah, so many 10k's, halves, very little marathons, and uh, yeah, I mean it's you know the the, the organisation of of organising a, a mass event such as a marathon, roads being closed, numbers of volunteers you need. Uh, you know, in the, in, the, in the promotion of it too, you know, it's the cost element to organise something as big as that closing. You know, it's it's huge. Yeah. Um. So you've got to, you've got to be a big driver, and that's where you know something like the Great Run have, have done well in uh, in the past. But you know that they can they'll happily uh, pick up and go when when they need to. So, which is a real shame when it when it comes to. I'd love to done Sterling, but uh, you know you, you you do you hear good things about it. Okay, there's do, yeah. negatives of of the prize money whatnot, but. Uh, but there's there's good that comes from from these events and the amount of money it raises for charity and uh, and yes yeah, it's unfortunate that it's, it's one less mass race that we have in Scotland um, but hey you know mm. we there's always there's plenty of races to do and uh, and there's just an opportunity to go elsewhere and do another fine half or a marathon somewhere or an ultra even yeah indeed. Right, so moving on to more news. I've got another news article which is going to lead into a rant. Oh, here we go. So we've got one works. rant. We're, we're aware of time, Tom. And is that Fiona back from a run? Uh, yeah, yeah. Back, she's back so, from a run, yeah. So let's crack on. Cause, uh... Right, so news. It's been announced this week by the China Athletic Association that the Chengdu Municipal People's Marathon, which is a, a marathon in China, is, not, is, being, is a candidate to become the next race in the Albert World Marathon Major Series. So basically, at the moment, you've got Bo- Tokyo, Boston, London, Berlin, Chicago, and New York are your, ma- your major marathons, and people get these the six-star finishers they talk about. So th- that is, there. it's not a surprise. It's been a chat on, on the grapevine for a while that they're looking to add a, a seventh star. So that's the news. My rant is, I saw, I've seen so much reaction on social media of people kicking off because, oh, now I've got to do Chengdu. And also, I have saw after London, a lot of people saying, oh, I've done my first ever marathon, London Marathon, and it's like an eight, a seven-hour marathon. Oh, now I want to do all, all the majors. Now, I, don't, I get that marathons are an amazing experience at London and these big races, but I just, I really roll my eyes at someone who does a marathon and their sole goal is to say, right, I want to do all the majors. And I'm talking six, seven-hour marathoners here. I think if you're going to do all six, you need to have qualified for them. And the one, obviously, Boston you need to qualify for. You know, and a lot, of, I think just buying six start six, six entries through sports tours and running them all, I don't think that's an achievement, to be quite honest. I honestly, <laughs> I think not, people uh... think that's an, I'm an absolute douche for saying that. <laughs> but it's like, you could do, why not do other six other marathons? I mean, this, it's got to be the six-star ones. That it's no wonder these races are heavily oversubscribed. It's a cash exercise. Our sports tours must be minted. They must be minted. Sport. <laughs> I mean, honestly, save yourself a grand and qualify. That's honestly, get your finger out, run, run like a real man, get a qualifying a time, man. and save yourself a qual- save yourself a grand. Honestly, like, I've, I've, some of the cost to, you get to do these. I mean, also in a race like Boston, which is, which is all about 
Harris, and even London, you know, these, you know, they're dilute the champion, the, the GFA time, they've knocked it down, and now you don't even guarantee to get in if you, if you don't get in. You, you've got, I think it's three hours now for a senior man, but also it's dependent on numbers, so you might have to be two minutes under, like you, they do with the Boston qualifying time. I think that's bullshit. I think if you give people a st- time to shoot for, yeah. they should finish their race hitting that time, knowing that, right, the yeah. target's three hours, I've run yeah. 259, jackpot, I'm in. Not wait to see how long it is. Now, and that's because they're handing out too many places to sports tours and other things. Charities, I've got no problem with. I think they do fantastic. Yeah. But people who buy a spot, people, I'm not having that. Buy, that's nonsense. People buy buy money, and, and that's the beauty of, of running. You, you don't need to be rich to run. And I said this, but I was speaking to a couple of people uh, last week. In fact, it was it was this week. And you can be running, right? And, and, and maybe other sports, but uh, certainly running anyway. You could be running with somebody next to you. You don't know anything about their, their their background. They could be a millionaire. They could be they could just live in a, a van. You know, they live a, live out a van. You know, and and just have the bare essentials of life. But running just brings everyone together. You know, and uh, I, I don't even know where where this has come from. But no, I agree with you. It's a leveler. It's not like when you go cycling. You've got, it's exactly, you've got it's, to put people up on the fancy bikes. It's a le- it's a leveler, and, uh, and I think that's you know money money can't buy that, but. Uh, I don't know. Like when it, I just yeah, got, I, I, I just got really pissed off when I saw these people going, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just booked my." I've just people who just did London for the first time, like, "Oh, first ever marathon," um, you know, and it's just they've done it as a just basically a rock up and see how it goes, and they're, "Oh, I've just bought a sports tour for New York this year." I'm like, "What? That's ridiculous! That's absolutely ridiculous! It's ridiculous, and it's it's at the detriment of real runners who are wanting to get, who are working hard to get times yeah. to qualify for these races." Train. Guys who buy, guys and girls who buy those those train hard and uh, and and get those times and earn your earn your spot at the uh, one of the one of the six or maybe even seven marathon majors. Oh, it's exactly, but the seven the marathon majors thing that is a a seventh one. Can you imagine? Everyone who's got a six star finisher is going to flock to China too, <laughs> yeah. and all these people are kicking off going, oh, it's a disgrace giving it to a country with a. Um, you know some of the human rights issues and that. I'm pretty sure if they said it was in Berlin, they wouldn't care. <laughs> oh, we get oh whoop to do we get to finish at the bird's nest and all this. You know it's it's just people. They obviously I don't know. Oh, I, I know it's a real it's a real bugbear well, mine. Tommy's Tommy's hungry. He needs his food. He's he's rocking and rolling in that in that, <laughs> that chair you've got there. I don't know if you're angry or you just need need a wee pee. I don't I don't know what you need. No no I'm, I don't need a pee tonight. Usually Kyle to can it. see when I'm shaking at the end of a podcast. <laughs> I'm gasping for the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like this is not a mar- this is not a marathon. There's no just go for it during the podcast. You've got to wait. <laughs> I'm I'm quite enjoying just listening to you rant. I'm watching your face as you rant. It's hilarious, folks. Honestly, oh, have you got any other rants so I can just? Laugh I do at have you? I do have more rants. Right, so last last week I made the mis- uh, last week, my the boys I train with bang on about this on WhatsApp all the time, and I finally joined Running Friends Scotland. <laughs> oh my god, some of the morons in there. Some of the stuff in there. There was a bloke who went to the doctor because he thought he was sweating too much. <laughs> or he's like, and if if you're the man who wrote that and you listen to this, just see your doctor. Why go on Facebook and look? Why go on Running Friends Scotland and say, am I sweating too much? I mean, what is too much? I, I, I was sweating like a. Yeah. No, I'm not going to oh. name him because I mean, 
We're just you're a fiend on there, by the way. I, I know. I, I, do, I didn't even know you can. I mean, I don't really go on Facebook, but I just, I just got. You know, I don't know. I've had a, a rough couple of weeks, and and uh, you know, I'm not really a keyboard warrior, but I, I was fairly balanced in, in what I said. I hope. Um, but well, then everyone thinks that when they they do a wee yeah. warrior thing. But what I would say is there was some boy right who went on and he he, uh, he he was he shared this post on Running Friends Scotland saying that he's gonna he just ran less than ten minutes before the end of a marathon a two forty for twenty seven miles. I've never heard. I've been one who did nothing. Absolutely yeah, nothing. From Kyle me. gives it the Kyle straight in two footed. <laughs> I'm like. This boy's is this boy for real, like. But I mean, I, I didn't say I don't believe you because maybe he did. But you know, you're, you you're, you're, the, you're, the you're, you're wonders, tone you know? and your tone suggested it. Yeah, <laughs> but I just was like, come on, like don't, don't ah, like I I don't know I would I just wouldn't post something like that. Like it, it, it's it's people if you're if you're an actual if you know things about running, you would know he's speaking shit, but. I don't know, like, but it's all it's a it's a very bizarre way to train as well. It is, yeah. I mean, why would you do a twenty-seven mile run before? But saying that, I'm I'm one to speak. I did Chicago, then I ran Niagara the week after. But that was that's two a, races. That's a slightly different it example. A, a training, a training run that was two races for the crowd. What you need to do is experience. take a note of his name, take a note of his name, and then check what time he runs, and then then we can call him out. Oh, but yeah, anyway, yeah. more of a general rant is is that forum is just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous i mean some of the stuff that goes on in there like it's i'm not one to jump on things on social media when i saw it i was thinking is someone just trolling here is this real unbelievable i mean people some of the stuff that come out on there is absolute nonsense on a serious note though like the amount of trolls you get online trolls holy moly like I mean, I'm, you know, I, I very rarely post, you know, very negative stuff. I, I'll, I'll try and put a balanced argument and be as positive as I can. But, I mean, you've, you've only got to look at, you know, when, when Jen mentioned about, you know, the, the prize money thing. The amount of abuse she got. In, I know, that's was, ridiculous, isn't she it? Had, the people who were posting had no idea who she was, what her background was. What, you know, they didn't do their research and they're just putting a one... A one word, one line, one sentence, and it just—it just doesn't have any substance at all. Like you know, uh, oh yeah. that 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 time is uh, you know that that time wouldn't, wouldn't be anywhere near the top ten in my local marathon. Well, she won the bloody race. She's Scottish champion. Why would you run a two twenty or whatever? You know, why would Jen go out and run a PB when probably her goal was to win the Scottish championships? You know, you don't need to run a fast time to. You would go and if you want to do a fast time, you're going to go to London or you're going to go to a, a you know, a, an event where you're going to get a really quick time. And and you know, yeah. I, I don't think Sterling's that, but yeah, you just think, oh man, it's anyway. I I, I think um, and I get you know, I mean, I, I suppose you know, she she put it on social media and you know, and I suppose you've got to be prepared for um for people's uh, views as well. So there there's two sides to it, I suppose, and everyone's entitled I... to their opinion. Some people are entitled to their opinion, but their opinion is nonsense. Yeah. I mean, that is the. the I mean, I I just think there's social media brings out the worst in people. It probably brings out the worst in me. I'm not much of a, a social media poster, but some of the stuff you see. I mean, you see the comments Gemma's getting. I agree with you. They're nonsense. 
I mean, I've got so many social media rants I could go with, but I'm going to write them down actually and save them for a future episode because it's it could take all night. night. Oh, all night, and it's uh, unbelievable some of the stuff. But running friends Scotland actually, I might just use that for a rant every week. <laughs> just to get the toys and see what people do. I couldn't believe it that I've been missing out on this for all this time. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it either, but uh, hey-ho, maybe that's what people think about us when they listen to us rambling away. We should put up a post, a TRS post on Running Friends Scotland, see if we get abuse. <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. I would welcome trolling. I got trolled, I mean, I was delighted that on my, my Boston Marathon, people were calling me out saying, shit, run. You know, that was, uh, that was, that was, that was what, you know, honest feedback. Now, I really hope we get, uh, I hope, I would love to see TRS controlled because oh, TRS yeah. will, 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 will fight back. <laughs> well, just talking about trolls and you being, uh, us being called out, blah, blah, blah. So, beer mile, Tom. Are we going to get you wearing your wee, your wee tutu for the beer mile, would you? I thought we, I thought we were doing that at a park run. Okay, park run then. I'll yeah, take my should... tar and running shorts, though, will I? Okay. I'll take them. Do that. Someone can when... win. Yeah, let's, I was let's do give... a park run soon. Yeah, we will. We'll have to do that. Are we, uh, are we 5K sandwiched with another yeah. 5K or something like that? 5K yeah, is not good. enough for a session, to be honest, really. Basically, what we're training for. 2 by 5 or 3 by 5 would be good. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Good idea. Right. Well, I think that's uh, rants over and time to, time to spend time with the, the wives, I suppose, and uh, get ready for work tomorrow. I know. So, as always, listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do on uh, email, tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. Website is tartanrunningshorts.com. And uh, social media, the platform we love to hate, Facebook, at tartanrunningshorts, or Twitter, at tartanshorts. Fantastic. So, as as we said, uh, look on our Facebook page. If you haven't already liked our Facebook page, page please like it and uh, also leave us a review on um, on soundcloud or itunes uh we'll be hugely appreciative of that and yes i'm sure if you do want to get instant uh you know notification of our upload of each episode please ensure that you subscribe to us as well and uh yeah and hopefully that'll be the best way that you'll keep in contact with us so thanks very much folks and uh yeah hopefully see you on friday night Yes, we look forward to it. See you then.